What is up, guys? Welcome to episode number 109 of Beef's Beef. Uh, we got a guest with us today. Uh, obviously, we have BJ with us as always. Thank you. I like to introduce him as the world-renowned beatboxer. Yeah. Beef boxer. Beef boxer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boxing that's what, in multiple sense of the yeah, word. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying, the beef boxer. Right. Because he comes on and... Brings the pain, as, as we like to say, with the beef or with the boxing knowledge. Mike, check, Mike, check. Yeah, we got Grant Shaney back in the building. Hey, beef babies. Yeah, <laughs> that's what that's what it was. Sorry, I set off Siri on my watch. Uh, that's what you called them, beef babies. Yeah, the we, beef babies. Yeah. We couldn't remember what it was you called them. Beef babies, beef boys. Yeah. Yes. D, he is coming for your title as uh, being on here for the most times. Just oh. let you know, he's at he's at two now. D's at three. He's the leader. Oh baby. Yeah, he he. That was his power move <laughs> when he was here last. Shots fired too, and I think we're scheduling ep episode three today. So, you know, no pressure. Yeah, we also have another person scheduled for episode three coming up. I told you about the other day, BJ. So, thank the, you. The, that was a great tease for all of our listeners. Though. Oh, this is what I like to do. I don't like to tell them. I like for the, I'll be like, oh, we got to look out for it. You really sold that well. But I'll at least give a I'll give a subtle hint though. How about that? Okay. Our guest that's going to be returning has been on the same radio show that I was on Friday twice in the past two weeks, mm. including today. So some of you will know who that is. Rick Patina. Close. Bobby Boucher. But neither one of those guys have been on the podcast at all. Rick Patrina. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's who it is. So <laughs> first, uh, like always, we like to mention who. Uh, who sponsors the podcast? Century Mortgage, Crystal Lackey over at Century Mortgage. I'll be back. Apparently, they won last week without me, so apparently, I am the weak link. Shocker there. Actually, no, we won the, the two weeks, three weeks before that, so it's not just me. Did uh, you win without Crystal? Uh, yes, we won the week that they were not there. So it sounds like you guys probably have a pretty good team. Yeah, we have a decent team. We started out 0 2, and we've won Ooh. every game since then. Mm. Yeah. The week she was gone, I went 4 for 4. So I have, I'm anxious to see how she did yesterday. Allegedly. No, I, no, there was no allegedly about it. I definitely went four okay. for four. All right. Uh, but if you want to get in touch with uh, Crystal about refinancing, about getting a loan for a home, you can call her, 502-615-0743. Cell phones are overrated these days. I say check out our website, centurymortgage.com backslash capital C, capital L, A-C-K-E-Y. That's C Lackey. And, uh, again, it's 502-615-0743. MLS number 3925. And Crystal Lackey, MLS number 1735979. Century Mortgage is an equal housing lender. So. The houses are equal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get it better. I was, I was like studying tape the other day, man. I think Listen. that was good. That, yeah, see, I'm getting better, I feel like. No, the pause, the subtle pause, clearly you've been studying tape. Oh, I can tell. Absolutely, dude. Yeah. Not, not even mine. I've been listening to other people do it. Yeah, you haven't listened to yours at all. I don't no, believe that. No, because there's no getting better if you're listening to someone that bad. <laughs> you're listening to yourself just, like, stutter through something. It's you're just like, this is awful. Well, I didn't say it. You said it. Nah, your face said it all. Oh, that's not very kind to talk about my face on this podcast. Well, okay. So, um, I I paused because I figured you were going to interrupt me. It's episode 109. I figured you were going to give us our intro with the number nine. I was just making sure you were done talking about my face. Um, 
Start off with episode 109, though, with the best part of the podcast, besides having Grant here and his awesome beatbox that oh, we had baby. earlier. Oh, we, yeah. We should have saved that and put that as part intro, part <laughs> outro. That's right, yeah. yeah. That would have been very good. I'll do because a beatbox for the outro. Grant just had a nice Please. outro that probably none of you guys heard. Yeah, or they might have, but I'm not <laughs> sure. Hopefully it's on there. I was, it was recording when it happened, but... So we'll go back in time again, as we've been doing lately, and we'll go back to the number nine. Episode 109, we'll go back and tell you a little bit about number nine. Start I do off have a question with, real quick. Yeah. Do you remember when you started doing this, what episode number? I don't remember the exact number, but ballpark 67 to 72. Oh, dang. Yeah. Really? Well, if we take the middle of that, it would be 69. Nice. So, uh, but yeah. I was just wondering if you knew like when you were going to have to stop doing this and figure something else out. I'm never going to stop doing it. I mean, you can't redo the same number. No, but that's why I went back in time. Listen, you're way behind me, bro. I've been. I'm saying once you get to the 60s, you're, what are you going to start going to 160? Correct. All right, go ahead. I guess now, I am, man. Now I'm I, living in 2019. Apparently, you're living in 3019. I will say the number game of what jersey number you wore is going to get extremely tough when we get to 167. But, you know, I'm going to do some research and, and figure that out as we go. So that's where we're going to draw the line. But starting off easy, um, but also interesting. I had to do some deep studying on this one. But in a little thing called Pi. I think we all know pie, 3.1, yada, 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 right? Yeah. I thought yeah. you were talking about the food. I love pie as well, too, but this is the mathematical pie. Okay. Six recurring nines appear in the decimal places 762 through 767. Now, do you know how long it took me to find that statistic? Uh, I'm going to say at least 757 seconds because you had – Usually you can only read like one number a second. Very many seconds. Yeah. It was an elongated period of time, but once again, <laughs> six recurring nines appear in decimal places, 760 through, through 767 of pi. On to number two. If you divide a number by the amount of nines corresponding to its number of digits, the number is turned into a repeating decimal. Now, Let's slow this down. First, I'll give you an example. Example number 274 divided by 999 equals 0.274274274 repeating, right? You didn't follow that one. No, I get it now. When you first said it, I'm not going to lie. I had no idea what yeah. you were talking about. But once you explained it, it makes sense. I eased it in nice and slow, and then I shoved her home with the second one and just made Shove it home. Made <laughs> sure that you were listening. There, there, yeah, there it is, man. So now that we have your attention, we'll go on to number three, which is potentially my favorite number. But also five-digit produce produce, excuse me, I'm messing up, five-digit produce PLU codes that begin with the number nine are organic. So hmm. if you're looking for so this organic is like food. A, this is like a national thing yes. at every store? That's PLU cool. codes. Shout out to my mother. She eats a lot of organic food. Martha, she'll enjoy that one. Uh, on to number four. Nine is strongly associated with the Chinese dragon. Shout out to our Asian listeners, as I always like to throw this in there. A symbol of magic and power there are nine forms of the dragon it is described in terms of nine attributes and it has nine children it has 117 scales minus 81 yang masculine heavenly me this guy so and 30 dragon... hang on i'm not done and 36 <laughs> yin feminine and earthly huh, you beef all what three is, numbers are multiples what, of what nine. What is going on? 
right now. Wait, I'm, so I'm the dragon has one. nine. What what dragon has nine children? The Chinese dragon. Pete's dragon didn't have nine children. Who's Pete? Jesus, dude. <laughs> How do you not know like one of the most famous dragons ever? I You've never know. seen the movie Pete's Dragon? Yeah, Pete the Magic Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> right? I do know Pete the Magic Dragon, which is also where Martha, my mother's name, comes from as well, too. Your mom's not, not named Martha. Right, but I've called her Martha since I was approximately 13 years old, which is a reference to Pete the Magic Dragon, except for Pete is a different word in what he's referring, referencing. Yeah. But it, seriously, you've never seen Pete's Dragon? Not that I know of. I can't say yes or no because I don't want to lie. Sad, but it's good. That's right. Pete, Pete, pass, baby. Yeah. Did Pete. it have something to do with his heart? No. Okay. There was he one I saw. He just found a magical the... dragon in the woods, and they, he, this kid befriended him, mm. and the dragon could kind of talk. You know what my problem with that is? We used to watch it in extended care after school, dude. After Fiction. school care. With Dottie? Yeah. No, nah, with Miss Linda, dude. Oh. Yeah. Not as good, but <laughs> still pretty good. <laughs> Some inside info for all you out there. Um, have you ever heard of idioms? I have, but I can't think of what it is. But I have heard the word. So yes. I'm going to read you some. You'll know what idioms are at that point. But there's a lot of great ones that involve the number nine. First one, to go the whole nine yards. Ah, okay. Got it. Second yeah. one, a cat has nine lives. To be on cloud nine. Mm-hmm. Possession is nine-tenths of the law. Now That's this, an idiom? Yes. Because it's not technically true, but it is a, I mean, that's not the definition of an idiom. But you Oh, know, no, I'm just saying, I didn't realize that. that that was considered an idiom. I thought that was a real thing. Yes, because a lot of idiots quote that, so I think that's why that one is an <laughs> idiom. I've never said any of those. Like, I find myself. Never. No. You never said, oh, I'm going to go the whole nine yards. No. I think you've probably not said Not unless I was playing like lives. Madden and it was like fourth and nine. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go the whole nine yards here. The other Saturday, I'm not going to mention what happened because you're going to talk about it later, and I'm not a guy who likes to ruin this podcast for you, but you didn't go, oh, man, I'm on cloud nine. No. Oh. I, was, I just wanted to see. It was a chance. But this is a cool one to me with the idioms. The word K9, like the letter K dash the number nine, pronounces the same as K9, C-A-N-I-N-E. I I know that shocks some of you out there. That's some some good information for you. K911. And is you... I haven't seen that one either. Solid. It's a police dog. Okay. Well, I assume so from the name of the title, if if I were to guess. I mean, it was either that or like an Air Bud-style movie. Oh, did you picture that? Mm-hmm. It's like an Air, like a EMS dog. Air Bud K-9. They teach him to use a gun. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> has to use. Probably an RPG. If I were picturing a gun, it's got to be he's like an cop, RPG. He's a cop, dude. He's got to use a, he's got to use like a, 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 taser, baton, handgun. Ooh, yeah. Pepper spray. It's oh yeah, loud. Probably pepper spray would be the way to go. But um, in the U.S., obviously they use it. Police departments use them. They're talking about a police dog unit. Um, despite not sounding like the translation of the word canine in other languages, many police and military units around the world use the same designation, K-9. Dress to the nines is another one. Um, as you can see, clearly I am, and Grant is today, but somebody else wasn't dressed to the nines. You're like dressed to the sevens. Man, nah, I'm like dressed to the fives, I think. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably give myself like a three. 
I'm wearing, the, I'm wearing the same clothes for the past like three days. So well, okay, that one, knocks the one night for each out day. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, and then last one for you is one we actually referenced earlier, nine. So, you know, I, I pack a nine personally. That's an idiom? Yes. Because it references nine millimeter. I don't think that's an idiom. I'm just telling you it's an idiom. You can do your own research, but factual evidence only provided in the intro. <laughs> and what isn't factual is I actually don't carry a nine. Personally, I carry a 40, but it's all different. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, on to the next one. There are nine square feet in a square yard. Skip that one really quick. There was a superstition among some notable classic musicians. They would die after completing their ninth symphony. Some composers who died after composing their Ninth sin Symphony are along the likes of Bach, a guy you might have heard of, Ludwig von Beethoven. The dog? Yes. I like this second the best. No, that wasn't Ludwig von. Where he had von. the puppies? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. A, yeah, his second, Se his his second, second symphony. symphony. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen him neither. What? <laughs> I have seen the original <laughs> Beethoven. definitely the best I, one, I did dude. see the original. His second symphony was definitely the best. <laughs> you know, not a big Beethoven fan. Probably a Disney movie. I'm, you know, I'm not it was not that. a Disney movie. Yeah, it's Wolfgang just... Amadeus. Anton Bruckner. Anton? Antonin Dover. I don't think his name's Anton. Antigone. Anton is correct. Anton oh. Jameson? Yeah. A-N-T-O-N. How do you pronounce it? That's definitely Antoine. No, Anton. And then Gustav Mahler. Uh, I'm not going to say that. That sounds pretty cool, actually. Yeah. He's, he's he sounds like he's somebody, if, if I was gonna fight somebody and his name was gustav mahler there one um, of my yeah. sorry guys i whatever he wants he can have. yeah take him one of my favorite mma fighters nickname is the mahler see see yeah. what i'm saying that guy didn't Who's even have to have a nickname yeah it's just his name yeah he hasn't been doing so good lately so he doesn't really maul people well, he's anymore. been dead for like probably 300 years well this guy does but my, <laughs> my guy does it. keeping in the music realm though some people out there will have heard of revolution number nine it's a sound collage which appears on the Beatles' 1968 album, um, the White Album. Prominently features a loop of a man's voice repeating the phrase number nine. Oh. I didn't know that. Y'all like the Beatles? Yeah. I do. I do like the Beatles. I, funny thing, when I was a kid, I actually thought that the White Album was a um, like a greatest hits album. Mm. because of how good every song was. I was like, man, all these are hits. Yeah. I, I like, see it. Yeah. I did have a good uh, Queen Greatest Hits album. I had a good Kiss Greatest Hits album. Oof. No, it was good. Are greatest you sure? Hits. But yeah. they don't have any good hits, though. That's well, the issue. Well, they had a couple. Detroit Rock City and... Still, um, still waiting for you to name a good one. I don't know uh, the names of them. Wanna rock and roll on that. Yeah. Yeah, I just wish you would just... And part of, did you ever have you heard the people that thought they say and part of every day? Yes. It's like no, it's party every day. <laughs> but if you say and part of every day, that is okay for some people. I like I want to rock and roll. And it's just like part of every day. Too. Yeah, you don't want to do the whole day. You, you don't want to overwork yourself. Moderation. You get some sleep in between there. No. Camp, you got to party in moderation, bro. That's that's. If you the wear key makeup and stilettos. I don't really think you can only part of. Party part of every day. You got to party all the time. That's their partying outfit. I actually watched their, I think, it, I don't even know if they've retired again since then. I think they've probably we started touring hope. again. But I remember watching in 2000-something their last concert, and it was rough. 
It was not very good. They just did another one, but I think it was like two or three years ago. Oh yeah, as long as the money's there, I guarantee it. What was what was the movie with Paul Rudd where he liked Kiss? Was it no, uh, it Role Models? It wasn't Kiss though. It was Rush. No, it was Role Models because he somebody else liked them and he painted like oh, he, he painted like yeah. the dude from Kiss. Yeah, Role Models. But he was in another one where he liked Rush too. Slap, slap it a bass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so obviously he's a big music connoisseur. Yeah, well, in real life. Except for in uh, Knocked Up, he does not like Steely Dan. Yeah. Or no, he does like Steely Dan. Seth Rogen doesn't like Steely Dan. That's right. Okay. Well, we won't judge Seth Rogen, but we'll I mean, I don't care. I just won't say what he says <laughs> about yeah. Steely Dan. A lot of people might have heard Ninth Avenue. Ninth Avenue is a major avenue in Manhattan. Been there a couple of times. I've heard of Fifth Avenue. Not the, a big fan of Ninth Avenue. The uh, candy bar. The candy bar. Fifth Avenue, right? Oh, uh, yeah. I thought you were talking about on Fifth Avenue in Manhattan. What's in a there Fifth is Avenue? A candy bar. I'm not sure, but I've had it once. I don't, it obviously didn't stick out that much. I'm going to take guesses. <laughs> Chocolate. Probably yeah. a good guess. Caramel. Nougat. Nougat is not a bad guess either. It seems like it's in like probably ninety percent of candy bars. Yeah, because it's such a broad spectrum. You can you can throw in their dead mice and say it's nougat if you ground it up it's correctly. Like, it's like on uh, this is the end when he's like, we're, like what is gluten? Like I feel like gluten's <laughs> such a vague term. It is. Well, it's not <laughs> fat. <but> gluten. <laughs> Pizza. Gluten. <laughs> no. South Africa has nine provinces. While we're on our geography lesson. Human pregnancy is normally nine months. I say normally because, you know, my pregnancy was a lot longer than that. Right. Um, now, I do have a complaint. I'm go- going with an early beef, and I want to know what kind of sick and twisted world do we live in that eight-ball pool has more balls in play than nine-ball pool? I don't know, but let's ask, let me ask, or answer your question with a question. What? Do you actually like nine-ball better than eight-ball? I can't say better, but I do enjoy nine ball. Because I would rather play eight ball all the time. No, I'm a pool player. That's what that tells me. I mean, I've never, I've never, you know, claimed to be a good pool player. I didn't say you did. I'm just saying the people who are real players are nine ball players, right? I thought they were like, uh, I don't know. The Black Widow nine ball. Uh, By the way, uh, Fifth Avenue is a candy bar consisting of peanut butter crunch. Oh, we didn't get that one. Layers enrobed in chocolate. So, So, oh, Two Did ingredients? You say robed in, in, in robed. Oh, loud. Now, that is a good descriptive word, but two two ingredients in your candy bar, I think they need to step it up. Now mm. I see why Fifth Avenue is not that popular. Yeah. But it does sound good, besides the chocolate. Um, on to our final one. <laughs> looks pretty solid, to be honest with <laughs> you. <laughs> no, you know what that looks like? That looks like a protein bar. Which are actually, bar, yeah. yeah, I do enjoy. I mean, you eat, you eat a lot of Cliff Bars, so. Cliff Bars are energy bars, and I do eat a lot of them. Cliff for kids <clears throat> bars, I eat a lot of. Power Bars, I eat a lot of. Cliff for the big red dog. I eat some. Minimal amounts. Moderation is key on that as well, too. But on, on to your last one to relate it to sports, but since you make me do this, contractually I'm obligated to Thank do you. it. Yeah. <laughs> in, in baseball, there are nine players on the field, including the pitcher. Don't want to leave the pitcher out. He's semi-important. And then there are also nine innings in a standard game. So I know that's shocking to some people. I agree. To other people, that's not. We're, we're doing the 
number game as well, too. Yes! My favorite part. <laughs> so you said to step it up this week. I'm going to apologize to Grant in advance because I had this prepared before I knew you were going to come on here, Grant. And he asked me to step it up because he said he was too I've been good getting, for this I've game. missed one. Yeah, I've, I've missed a ball, so uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll still continue to miss these, so that's all right. Today is your day. You're, I'm going to say you're going to get number two of two today. I've, How many I've got hints did we get today? So in the first one, you've got eight hints. In okay. the second one, you've got seven. To remind all the listeners out there of the game, these players are known for wearing the number nine. Not saying they only wore the number nine, but they're known – for wearing the number nine. I'll give you eight hints. Your goal is to get the correct answer as early on in the hints as possible. And if you're playing on along at home, then let us know on our Facebook page what hint number you got the answer on too. Also, for those of you who forget, I write mine down so that I don't give away the answer. So so that you can guess. And me too. I, I usually get them on hint number one, but I will say there's a couple that I've got on hint number two on these. I've seen you miss a couple. No, that's not true. No, that's allegedly. <laughs> so on our first one, we'll go with hint number one. At the age of 13, he played for England's squad in the European Junior Men's Qualifying Tournament, but he averaged 40 points and 14 rebounds per game and was named the MVP of the tournament. Can I go ahead and tell you that I've already got this one? Yeah. I do. Write it down then. I'm okay. going to tell you that you don't have it. Can I cheat looking oh, off the paper? freaking do. <laughs> Man, that's a BS. <laughs> How did you – because of the number? Uh, Well, I put it together because I knew where he was from. What's your I, Google search going on? Well, okay, now you just got minus one. How? Just wait. I'm dropping facts for the no, other No, because listeners. here's the thing. You I know it. where he was born. No. And I knew what number he wore when he played that's not what you said. in the NBA. Minus one. You've already been docked. It is, I got the answer right. You, you, you saw me write it down. Put that in your docket, America. Hint number two. His high school teammate was Charlie Villanueva. Oh, don't shake your head at me. like I didn't know that. that, but I mean, these facts I'm just going to be listening to. Well, thank you. I appreciate you. Hint number three. He could not play in the McDonald's All-American game, although he was selected due to a foot injury. Hint number four. In college, he was only the 10th freshman in ACC history to lead the all freshman or to lead all freshmen in scoring, rebounding, and field goal position percentage. I'm having a tough time actually reading what I wrote down. I think down. you're just flustered because I'm, I'm so good at this game. No, I'm not reading what I wrote down at all. <laughs> I'm just making up words. But so the hints so far are England, Charlie Villanueva, McDonald's All-American, and ACC player, if you're counting at home. Hint number five, he played only one year of college. Hint number six is what you referenced earlier, but even though he played for England's team, he was actually born in South Sudan. So he's a Sudanese. Actually, he's a Dinka. I do know that. That's their tribe there, if you're wondering. I was honorable member of the Dinkas, but... Nice. That's since been Read revoked. Read them and weep, sister. Yeah, that's since been revoked. I love the Dinkas. Yeah. Good people. Hint number seven, he's a two-time NBA All-Star, one-time NBA All-Second Team Defense, NBA Rookie All-First Team, and a one-time NBA Sportsmanship Award winner. That oh, one. Congratulations. Yeah, that one is a <laughs> resume builder right there. one-time NBA Participation Award. True story, one-time <laughs> – 
I won a uh, most improved trophy for a team. That was actually a really great team. But I won it, and I broke it while I was at the event because I was not happy about winning. <laughs> so, yeah, most improved to me meant that you were terrible at one point in time. I always won penmanship at Portland. Grant didn't always have great penmanship. That's all, that's all I had to show for my time at Portland. Well, penmanship is important, and my penmanship is not so great. So maybe you can it's teach me It's not really that day. important now because everything's texted or typed. Yeah, true. So, well, still It was important. important at one point. I think you've got a career in it. That's what I got to say. <laughs> Last and final hint, hint number eight, we'll give you the teams he played for. Not in sequential order. He has played or not in alphabetical order. Can I see how many of them I can name? Yeah. Chicago. One. L.A. Two. Which L.A.? Lakers. Two. Did he get traded to the Hawks? I mean, no, I mean I'm talking not, name. It's just the Lakers. I'm not <laughs> answering any. The Lakers and the Bulls. That's all I got. Dad, Bulls. So you got two? Yeah, two. Well, you're missing three. Miami. Oh, duh. Minnesota. And the best team on this list? Cleveland. Tar Heels. I forgot about him. I forgot about him playing for Cleveland. Yes. Who am I? So that's going to be. I didn't need to hear those. Individual (laughs) number one. Now this this one's going to be tougher. Yeah. I I can tell it's going to be extremely tough. So (laughs) number one is born in Dallas, Texas. Hint number two. In college, he broke two NCAA records. 13 of his conference records, I'm not putting the conference in there, and 19 school records. So he's a record breaker, a.k.a. Hit number three, he was allegedly named after a Dallas Cowboys receiver. Hit number four, his father played basketball for Texas A&M. Hit number five, he has a degree in industrial management. I made these tough on purpose. But hit number six and hit number seven are going to help you out. Hit number six, he only played for two NFL teams. Hit number seven, he is a, and this is the most important one, he is a Super Bowl champion. He's a Super Bowl MVP. He's a 12-time Pro Bowler, two-time NFL Offensive Player of the Year, Sports Illustrated Sportsman of the Year, NFL Comeback Player of the Year, two-time Heisman finalist, one-time Big Ten Player of the Year, so you just got his conference, and a two-time Offensive Player of the Year in the Big Ten. Who am I? This one, I told you, man. This one, I was going to struggle with this one. So two good ones. Emmett Smith, easy. Good answer. <laughs> I would well, never. Well, I don't Emmett ever. Smith played for Florida, so I don't yeah, ever whatever. want to do a cowboy though. If I don't have to, I'm going to do my best not to do a cowboy. You just did a cowboy last week. I know. So I said, if I don't have to, <laughs> I actually didn't have to last week, but I knew you were going to say Steve Young last week. Man, this one's tough. So go ahead and give the listeners at home who Social the first studies division. Man, this is gonna be tough. Man of first the year one is, was uh, are you talking about the first one? Yes. First one was Luol Deng. I got that first hint. Yes, Luol Deng. That's what I said. Wow, you pronounce Luol, it however Luol you want. Sorry, I just can't speak correctly. Right. Quiet down, Luol. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see here. Number two, man, that's tough. So. He, Two-time Offensive Player of the Year in the Big Ten. Born in Texas. Born in Texas. 
Two-time Super Bowl champion. Record holder in college. Big-time record holder in college. Yeah. And actually record holder in NFL as well, too. But the hints I gave you were college. Well, see, the, the part that I feel like is going to help me is the part that he was a comeback player of the year. Because that would mean. The, the, to me, the most important facts are this. Big Ten, two NFL teams, Super Bowl champion. Oh, I got it. I got it. Comeback player of the year. I got it. I got it. I think Grant has it, actually. I bet, I, no, no, no. I bet, I bet that someone that listens to every episode got it a long time ago. I bet you already gave them a shout-out this episode. Yeah. I bet I did. And I bet that they got it probably the second or third hint. Maybe. So, so probably. I'm going to say the fifth hint, his degree. I feel like he would have known his degree. Maybe. Who am I? Drew Brees. Drew B. Brees is correct. Breezes. Yes. <laughs> it's breezy, baby. Breezes. So last week we uh, we had our locks of the week. Yours was, uh, again, A correct, winner. And mine was, again, not. A loser. It was not a winner is what I'm saying. A loser. Yeah. So I had Wisconsin. You had who was whoever was playing Alabama. Ole Miss. Ole Miss, yeah. Um, when you give me thirty-one and a half points, how much did they beat them by? Twenty-eight. You or were twenty-nine. You were sweating there for a minute, weren't you? you were, I actually think oh. it might have been thirty-seven and a half, but it was thirty-plus points. But I'll be honest, in the first half, it wasn't looking good. Yeah. Well, the first quarter it didn't look good at all because Alabama did not look good. Because they started the same time as the uh, uh, Clemson game. And that game was kind of a struggle bus at the beginning for both teams. Yeah, you mentioned the wrong team, but, yeah. So, this you want to go first? Actually, I think it was on before that. I'm pretty sure. They came on at the same time. Because I know okay. the only reason I know that that's a fact, because John texted me in our group text and said, man, both these teams are struggling. Okay. And he mentioned both. That's the only reason that I know. Not I because I watched either one of them. So, we got locks of the week this week. You, who, who wants to go first? I will if you want me to. That's fine. That's fine. Go ahead. So, lock of the week, even though I had a successful stint in the college atmosphere, and most people know me as a very big college proponent as far as getting your education, I'm going to go back to what I know best, and that's the professional game because professional is what I am, and especially in the workplace as we are here. And I'm going to go with a team that's going to be an interesting pick. I'm going to go with the Baltimore Ravens over the Pittsburgh Steelers. The reason why I'm going to do that is because Baltimore is only giving up three and a half points. It is at Pittsburgh, so that does worry me none at all. (laughs) I was about to say, (laughs) Pittsburgh's hot trash. But Baltimore is not looking like the team we originally thought they were. So Baltimore's beat the Dolphins and the Cardinals, but they've also lost to the Browns and Chiefs. So, yes, two terrible teams they beat, two, one mid-level team, one good team that they've lost to. Um, Coming off two tough losses, I'm worried about them, but I'm thinking this is the bounce-back game. Pittsburgh's beat Cincinnati last week handily as well, too, as a lot of people have. Yeah, lost me money. Thanks a lot. Why did you bet on? I didn't. So here's the thing: we do an NFL pick them at work. Yeah. And I was like, well, everyone's going to pick this game is this way. So both these teams are terrible. Shot in the dark. Let's throw it on Cincinnati to win because both teams are terrible. Right. 
And Cincinnati's more terrible. Now, apparently. this is my argument for Pittsburgh, even though I'm on the same ballpark as you. I'm going to play devil's advocate. They beat Cincinnati, who is terrible. So that's not helping me much, right? But the teams they've lost to, the 49ers, still 3-0 and because they already had their bye week, right? Seattle. Seattle, in my opinion, is a good team. Seattle is not an easy win for anybody. Whether yeah, it's, but the first game they lost was to a terrible team. What? Whether it's on their road, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Whether it's on the road or at home, and a little-known team by the name of New England Patriots housed them in the first game, the New England thirty-three Patriots. to three. Yeah, booms. So that's my argument for that. Once again, lock of the week: Baltimore Ravens giving up three and a half points to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Grant, you want to go with yours? Uh, yeah, we got a fight coming up this Saturday. Um, we have uh, Gennady Golovkin versus uh, Sergei Derevyanchenko. I know where you're going with this. Um, you already showed your hand. Oh, baby. I can't wait. Super pumped for the fight. Um, Golovkin's getting back in after, I don't know, six, seven months off, I think. Um, had a good fourth-round knockout of Steve Rolls, uh, and I'm hoping he's back on his knockout ways because I'm, I'm going to have uh, – Derevyanchenko was a great amateur. He's had, I think, 13, 14 fights as a pro. Um, but he's a kind of come-in sort of fighter, and I think that's right up Golovkin's alley, and I think he's going to knock him out. Um, he's a tough fighter, though, so I think it'll be kind of a late TKO. Maybe so he's, he's not just calling the dub for Golovkin. He's calling the TKO. Yeah, I'll call 10th uh, round. That's Ooh. what I was going to ask. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. So a little extra tidbits for all you gamblers out there. Yeah, 10th Grant calls the tenth round TKO for Golovkin. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, TKO or KO. Not that it matters, but oh, maybe a KO. Ooh. Oh, oh man! I'd like to see that better <laughs> than a TKO. But hey, teacher. All right, so I'm going college football because that's what I always go with, or college sports. It's normally what I go with unless there's just only professional sports going on. Right, it's done well for you. So stick with what you know. Exactly. Yeah, I'm doing great. Uh, I'm I'm taking uh, Pittsburgh. Oh, Pittsburgh is a five point dog to Duke. Mm, that's surprising. I, it is. That's why I told you I'm glad that you didn't look at the college games because I felt like if you saw this one, you'd probably take this one as well. No. So I've got a theory, and I don't, don't want to interrupt you in your segment. What is it? The theory that Matt told us. It is. Yeah. So just to fill you guys in, Matt Mullins. We went to was it the EKU uh, Murray State Murray State game? Correct. Uh, he looks at a decent amount of spreads, and he said that someone told him one time. No, no, no. He didn't say that. He did said he? it's his theory, oh, which was theory. my theory as well, too. But he said that if a if a line seems too good to be true, it probably is. Yeah. He said your first gauge is go in your head. Don't look at the spread. Guess what you would put the spread at. If it's way different than what that is, then stay away from that game because obviously they know something we don't know. Yeah. But I, I don't listen to that, and I'm I, going with Pittsburgh covering the five because <laughs> I think they're going to win the game anyway. I think you might be right on this one. So. But Pittsburgh, I mean, Pittsburgh beat Central Florida for the first time since 2016. That was their first loss in three years, and, and they beat them. They've played some tough teams so far, so their record does not show they're that good. Yeah, they, but I can't remember who they lost. They barely beat Delaware last week, and then um, they lost to Penn State 17-10. to 10. Correct. And I can't remember who their loss was to, but, I mean, when you beat – Top 25 team, yeah. if you, not top 15. 
Yeah, when you beat Central Florida for the first time in three years, whether people think Central Florida's that great or not, you still beat them for the first time in three years. Auburn didn't do that a couple of years ago. So, just saying. Taking shots when you can, huh? I, I mean, I don't I don't really have a feeling for Auburn here or there, to be honest with you. I just, no, there's a qualm. I can see it. No, they don't bother me. And it's not qualm. Yeah, I mean, their fans are annoying. And and they were and their guys wear really short shorts that are in the stands and they wear visors. So maybe I do hate Auburn. Sounds maybe as did. Didn't their um, didn't their tree get poisoned by an Alabama fan? Yeah. Yeah, that guy named his daughter Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> that Little guy was back. That, nah, that guy was nuts. <laughs> yeah. He was like calling the call calling Paul Feinbaum and like bragging about. It. He's like, yeah, yeah, just poison their tree. He's like, <laughs> you're an idiot. Like and you're going to jail. Right. Yeah. I think but they ended up saving you. it or something. Did they? I think so. I'm no, not 100% positive. There's no way. How do you save a poison tree? Life, life alert or something? I don't yeah. know. You can't suck life venom support. out of a snake Intubate. bite. bait. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a, uh, I'm not a person that deals with plants. Right. A botanist? Is that what that is? An arborist. Arborist, yeah. I no. think you're just making things <laughs> up. <laughs> botanist does have to do with plants. Yeah. Botany. So, uh, yeah, Pittsburgh. I'm taking Pittsburgh covering the five. Okay. I'm tired of saying it was good because if you're wrong, then that makes me look bad as I'm well, I'm just going to keep saying it so you can keep saying it. Arborist, a tree surgeon. <laughs> That's pretty wow. good. I don't know where you pulled that. but that How about was, that? Did you really know that or did you, did you just – Yeah, he knew it. I that know a lot of words. No, because he laughed like he just made it up. Yeah, Arborist. No, he laughed baby. like he was a wasn't tree pumped. surgeon. That's how you save a dying poison tree. Yeah. Well, I guess they... Surgery. It's very impressive. Surgery. <laughs> I think next week you should come and do the intro because that type of factual knowledge we need about I mean, the number yeah, 10. He pulled it up there. I was like, what? Did I, is it breaking news on something? <laughs> no. Arborist. <laughs> that is impressive. So, uh, for those of you that don't want to hear me uh, brag about having a good time the last weekend or have already seen my Facebook post, you probably should just skip this part. Spoiler but, alert. Spoiler alert, yeah. So... Friday, I got a chance to uh, sit in on a radio show. Um, to invited be honest with you, guest. To be honest with you, I you were uh, invited. Yeah. Oh lord. So you guys see us share the uh, Hall about sports posts uh, on Facebook, and some of you guys on Twitter see it as well. Uh, Brian Hall is the founder and owner of that of that app, and he is the producer for. Uh, middays with Marcus Maven. Shout out to Brian Hall. I Absolutely. hear all Brian's are good people, so respect. Just Brian's that are spelled with an I. No. Mm-hmm. See what I did there? See what I did there? Yeah, he's trying to get <laughs> uh, under the bus. This bus I keeps honestly, on rolling. I honestly didn't think that I was going to get on the radio. Wasn't expecting to. I told a couple people, hey, it might happen, but I'm not getting my hopes up. So, four minutes in. Brian throws one of the best shouts, shout outs I've ever heard for somebody like that. Like I was, people were texting me like, dude, he just like pumped you up big time. I was like, I know I'm sitting right next to him. I heard him say it. <laughs> so like that was, I couldn't. So I'm holding was, his hand while he's saying this. So he was talking to, uh, so just to give you guys kind of a background, whenever they, the Marcus and Steve are talking, I can hear them until Brian clicks his mic to talk to them. Then I can't hear anything they're saying. So I could hear them talking, and he was like, well, I want to introduce the guests I have with me. He was like, you know, he runs the Beef's Beef podcast. He's on the Hall About Sports app. He, you know, with, you know, 40 other podcasts, and he 
easily. Cute as heck. Yeah. Strong willed. Yeah. <laughs> Good jawline. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys Sorry, made me lose my <laughs> train of thought, but he was like, he easily has the best, um, the best guest interviews on there of of anybody that I have on the app, and it's not close. Man, and I was like, whoa. I think he's like, talking about you, Grant. The, oh, I mean, yeah, you're part. So. Of, you're, you right. are part of that. So. Uh, you're I thought a, you're that a was, beef baby. Yeah, I was like, wow, man, that was that's pretty flattering to hear that. And he was like, and he mentioned some of them. He was like, you know, Grant Shaney and, and all these people. Right. I was like, Daniel oh, Bryan. nice, <laughs> nice. No, he was. I mean, he mentioned the bigger ones. You know, Joe B and Denny, Coach McDonald, Deion Branch, uh, Larry, o, Larry O'Bannon. Yeah. That's good. Gerard Holloman. Gerard Holloman. Your yeah. personal favorite. Yeah. Your MCM. I can't have another friend other than him. He gets jealous. Okay, fine. <laughs> MCT. So, um, I was like, wow, that's awesome they did that. So, the rest of the time, I'm pretty much like, he. first of all, he does so much. Like, I think you think I do as well. Like, with this, like, this is a decent amount of stuff. Yeah. Multiply this times like a thousand, and that's the stuff that he's doing while this radio show is going on. He's right. like, yeah, I got to uh, set up what commercials we have coming on. Right. Uh, and then he's like doing this over here, making sure it's still recording and, and sending out here. Oh, there's a phone call. Cool. Yeah, what's your name? Well, yeah. And then some, just somebody knows. He's like, yep, sitting on the phone, just like doing all the – I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah. And uh, so every Friday they do a uh, celebrity guest picker. Well, there's a celebrity guest picker. They didn't – he doesn't. Marcus doesn't tell the other two guys who it is. He just surprises them with it. Well, apparently they got sick or something. Mm. So then they asked another guy in there that was like a sales manager or something if he wanted to do it, and he was going to Louisville Live. So he said he couldn't do it, so they just asked me to do it. Yeah, semi-celebrity the other guy was. They they bumped you up over the other guy. They just said that I was a guest picker. They well, dropped the celebrity part <laughs> whenever <laughs> I came through. They just said, oh, it's our guest picker for this week. And I was like, hey, you know what? When you're getting on the radio, you take what you can get. Yeah. yeah. True or false, you've been on that radio before as a call-in guest, uh, though. There's, on that radio station, yes, yeah. multiple times. Yeah, station. That not, radio show, that I, I can't I can't ever call in for that show because I'm working. Right. That show was on from 10 to 12, so like it, it's like way too early for me to be able to listen to, and I'm not allowed to listen to the radio at work, so right. that's, that's the only thing that stinks that... I miss listening to some of those radio shows because they are fun to listen to. I do listen to the same one after work every day, except for today because I listened to uh, an interview with our buddy Tony on that was on a radio show. Oh, man. Broke the tradition. So uh, I actually listened to it after I finished that interview. But uh, they asked me – here's what's funny. So they asked me to pick college football games. Yes. You pick four, and then there's a swing game, which one of them I didn't even want to touch because I don't know really anything about the Pac-12. It was like USC and Washington, I think, maybe played last week. You didn't tell them about your track record with college football. Well, that's what's funny. So I did this. I went four for five. (laughs) And the only one I missed, Kentucky. Uh, Of course. (laughs) Of course the only game that I missed is Kentucky. So we did. Did they play South Carolina? Yeah, they got, uh, they, they they got, got ripped. Housed, okay, man. South Carolina. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't a week off for some reason. No. There's so, so many games. Let's see, we game had, overload. Uh, the swing game was Notre Dame, Virginia. Okay. Uh, no spreads, just pick them. No, just pick them. So to me, that's a very easy pick. Uh, Wake Forest and Boston College, mm-hmm. NC State, Florida State, 
Kentucky, South Carolina, and then who was the other one? I can't remember who the other one so was. So, all ACC so far. Pretty much, I mean, yeah. besides Notre Dame, obviously, but that's uh, Virginia, so. Yeah, I can't remember who the other one was, uh, but. Before you do this, you want to know what my lock of the week was, and I've got people to attest to this as well, too. I'm here. I took the over. No, it's not you. It was a different person. No, I'm saying I'm here to listen. Oh, okay, sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. You're also a credible source, but I didn't tell you. I took the over in the Akron game. 62 and a half points. That's a cover. Thank you very much. Okay, nice. Go ahead. Back on. So one, two. I'm trying. I can't. Re- or, no, that's that's it. NC State, Florida State, Wake Forest, Boston College, Virginia, Notre Dame. And uh, I can't remember who the other one was. But like I said, I got four out of five correct. Um, <laughs> they talked about on there. I, I don't know if either one of you guys got to check it out. I have not yet, but, but I'm going um, to. <laughs> I couldn't hear what they were saying. And they were talking, so what do we call him? And he was like, uh, Brian was like, it's Beef. And he was like, no, what's his real name? Well, one guy knew, Steve knew, but he didn't want to tell Marcus what my, he's like, I'm sorry, I forgot his real name. And he was like, <laughs> he was like, no, man, I'm not going to tell you what his real name is, just so you have to call him Beef on, on the air. He goes, no, what is, so Marcus Maven's was like, man, I'm sorry that I forgot your name. <laughs> but he was like, he, he was like uh, he, I mean, they just, they finally told him that it was Brandon, but it was funny to hear them argue back and forth about him calling me beef on there. They're probably good air. Oh yeah, it was it was funny. It was it was a good time and uh, very like great people, man. I actually have a shirt for you too, by the way. I forgot. I'm glad I just thought about that. Wow, that's I very got a, I got a shirt in the car or in the yeah in the car for you. Uh, great people. I mean, showed me Brian showed me around the entire office. Uh, introduced me to all the people. Introduced me to the guy that I listen to every day, Mark Ennis. Um, it was, I mean, it was great. And actually, uh, I wanted to save this for here. I already told you, but I mean, he's already agreed to do it. Marcus Maven's agreed to come on, do the podcast with us at some point. Uh, so that's a that's another dope interview because that's one of my favorite Louisville players. So it's very cool. Yeah. I actually, you know what I actually got to talk about? What? The first game I went to that he played in. Really? Which was against North Carolina. Mm. Which we beat the brakes off of. <laughs> you get lucky every once in a while. <laughs> Blind squirrel finds a nut on an occasion. That's right. 97 to 80, baby. December 23rd, 1999. It's only I think last points. season was pretty good, too, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Not the other two games, just one. Oh, man. But um, have I ever told you a story about who I wrote an email to to try to get to come to that game? This is how naive I was. No. So, Michael Jordan used to have his own website and stuff. You know, Michael Jordan was my favorite player when I was a kid. Yeah. And I was like, you should try to write him an email. And I was like, well, he only reads three emails a month from this thing. And I'm like, I'm sure there's trillions of people that write them but you know what 72 of them were dj gatewood worth a shot yeah <laughs> i was just like hey you know you're my favorite player ever these are my favorite two teams ever and they're playing this is my first time i ever get to go see my favorite team it'd be great if you came to the game and all this stuff and yeah, he didn't come well so. shoot your shot uh, that's yeah, right i did i did at least said. email you back and say no I, I'm still waiting on the email back. Um, I don't know if that website is still up. But, yeah, still waiting on that email back, Mike. So He called me on my birthday once, you know, subtle brag. Oh, he, 
No, he didn't. Yes, he did. I've already mentioned that on There's here. There's a golf, uh, the golf course, right? Yes. Yeah, my uncle. Right. Thanks to my uncle. Shout out to my uncle, who now has Steph Curry at his golf course as a member. Well, Not interested in a phone call from there. Same. Yeah. Same. You could save that phone call, Stephanie. Yeah. So, the next, right after that, I run home, take the dog out. Actually, I drive home. Take the dog out. Roll directly down to 4th Street. Meet Smitty and Tony for lunch. I'm going to go ahead because you know we're, uh, we're all about shouting out people when restaurants and stuff when they have great food. Or bad food, but yeah. But we're also about bringing them down when they got terrible food. Mm. And that's what I'm about to do. Oh, no. <laughs> so we, but let me specify first. If they want to give it a second shot and I'm become, not giving this place a second shot. Because if, if this to, guy puts his name on it and it's this bad, I'm not going there. If they were to become sponsors of a podcast, I would give it two shots, which would be enough for the both of us. I, you know what shot I'd give it? Right there to the garbage can about 10 feet away from me. I've seen your jump shot before. That's going to make a mess. It doesn't matter. I'm still shooting it. You miss every shot you don't take. So we went to Flavortown, a.k.a. Terrible Town, Guy Fieri's Smokehouse oh, at 4th Street. Place is terrible. No, did Awful. No. All three of us. My Smitty goodness. got some brisket. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the sauce was ketchup, first off. Guy Fieri would not allow that. Well, Guy Fieri is a fake person. It's Guy Fieri. So <laughs> that's the first mistake. Second what, mistake. He didn't cook the food? Second mistake. He didn't wear his flame shirt. It was awful. The food was not good. Well, the burger was that I had was not good. I'm going to guess from... Number one fact that you gave us that was like, you know, number two was kind of a given there. What's that? You insinuated that it was not good with number one. Yeah, it's terrible. Well, okay. So, so you know I'm a big French fry guy. Yeah. Love French fries. Their French fries consist of three different types of French fries that they throw in the fryer at the same time and they give you a bunch of three different types of french fries. What are the three fries? Waffle fries, curly <laughs> fries, and shoestring fries. Now, my problem with that is those cook at different rates. You're starting to catch on here, BJ. You're no. starting to see this. This stuff was terrible. Guy would not allow this. This is not... It's, you know what? It, it's like when you go to Long John Silver's. All right. That's an odd uh, choice. No, I was going to say, it's been a while. Listen, <laughs> all right. Let, all right let's, say you, let's say you go to the White Castle. Well, okay, it's also to, been a while. You go to, I'm, trying to, I'm just trying to think of a place where you would get something fried and they accidentally leave something else in there. Oh, you know what, you know what yep. I mean? I, That's oh, what I it kind of feels Queen. like. It's like, oh, you have an extra of something, so you're just going to throw it into the fryer and then give me all those french fries together? This is terrible. Sounds like a generous donation to me. The ranch was not good. The burger was not oh, good. Man. Their How garbage was- can nachos were not good. They actually messed them up until the guy, which I, I liked our server, Came out and said, hey, uh, this was supposed to have this on it. He gave it to us. Their queso, terrible. How you mess up cheese, I don't know, but they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't even. I took two bites out of my burger, and I didn't even take it with me. Are you okay? Uh, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's how bad it was. I'm not taking it with me because I'm not going to, like, I'm not even going to look at Too it. Too bad for your dog? Yeah, I'm not. I wouldn't want to give that to him. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, if Smitty ordered a, a, a chicken fried steak that... The guy took the order, then came back five minutes later. He's like, "Oh yeah, we're out of that chicken fried steak at a smokehouse." Yeah, I don't Smitty, care. Where I'm going to have to have a conversation with you. I love me some chicken fried I steak. Love stuff. I love me some chicken fried chicken. Chicken fried chicken. I don't know about ordering that at Guy's Smokehouse. 
Well, I won't order anything there. Not even water. So it did make the cut for Triple D. Wow, dude, that place is awful. Well, it could have been the fourth D and been dump. Yeah, diners, drives-ins, and dumps. That's what this place would be on. Okay. So I'm, I'm sorry, sorry if that offends you too. If you guys, yeah. if that's your like your favorite restaurant, I appreciate the apology. Never, I've never been there, but I am. Guy would not allow those things to go on in his I, restaurant. Dude, I wish I would have just been, found that hot dog place we went to that one night that I tried to throw out the window. Uh, I wish I'd just gone there to get a hot dog or something. Classy establishment. It was. Now they did trick you with the relish, but it was yeah, still solid. yeah, that was a little tricky. Yeah. So, pass. Let's get past that part. So right. This is, we meet down there about 1.30. A.M. P.M. Okay. And uh, Louisville Live starts at 7. A.M. P.M. Oh, okay. P.M. post-noon. So, Tony and I are, Smitty's not a Louisville fan, so Smitty leaves and goes to Louder Than Life. Mm. Which, Saturday? Friday. Oh. Saturday was Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses. And Ice Cube. Now, I heard Guns N' Roses pretty bad. Yeah, unfortunately, I heard that as well, too. Sucks to suck, I guess. Yeah, I don't that's care. All, that's Axl Rose. They were good at one point. I'm just saying, sucks to suck now. Yeah, yeah. you had Duffy on bass. Yeah. So, we went, scoped out our spot, and stood. Yeah. Two o'clock, two fifteen, somewhere around there, and stood, and stood, and stood. So I did. Didn't a t- move. I did a TV interview. With. Uh, WHS 11, which I never found. Who was the interviewer? I can't remember her name. If I see her face, I could tell you. Uh, she didn't tell me her name. Wasn't she just asked me my name and asked me to spell it. Wasn't khaki, was it? No. B-E-E-F. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like uh, the stuff you eat, like a hamburger. Uh, so it's my niece, who is only there for maybe an hour, myself and Tony. And uh, I do a TV interview humble brag here she's like wow you did fantastic and i was like thank you and then she was taking the mic off me and uh my niece was like uh, can i talk and she was like yeah so then my niece did an interview as well which i've also not found hmm. so i'm um, uh, thinking humble the ki- brag here a uh, six-year-old man at work last week complimented on my eyes yeah. wow. <laughs> nice yeah so. solid that's very impressive sorry go ahead so um, I think I'm more impressed with the six-year-old man than the compliment, but that's very 60, impressive. 60, 60, 60 year old man. Yeah, 60. So uh, we'll stand there the for a while a after that. Man. The uh, Louisville Live starts, which those of you who don't know what Louisville Live is, it's kind of like a midnight madness for Louisville. It's in the middle of 4th Street. Uh, it's awesome. Awesome event. Almost as cool as Late Night with Roy. Ugh, that sounds gross. Yeah, it sounds late weird. night with Roy. Obviously, you didn't see Roy's dance moves this year. Yeah, no one did because it's it's not really dance moves. I didn't. You know what else I saw? His signature on the court is outlined in white this year. Big difference. You wouldn't think so. Big difference, bro. It's gonna put bad juju on that court. We're gonna yeah. win by thirty this year. Oh man, <laughs> I hope you're not right, Grant. <laughs> I hope I hope you're absolutely right. Uh, I hope you actually. I hope you're not right. I hope we went out of 35. We only play once this year, right? Am I wrong in that? Oh uh, yeah, we do. We used to play here. Yeah. yeah, I was disappointed. I like to have one at home and one away. Yeah, I like playing you guys twice as yeah, well. I always want two wins on our resume. <laughs> 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 oh man, ACC tournament could still happen. I, I know. I, you're right. It could happen, but most likely won't. So, uh, Louisville Live starts. The Harlem Globetrotters or three of the Harlem Globetrotters come out. That's pretty cool. See, the first female Harlem Globetrotter was a part of the show. Uh, then they introduced the women's team. Uh, the women's team came out. 
And then uh, Angel McCautry came out. Is your girlfriend on the women's team still there, or she got drafted in the WNBA? Which one? You know who I'm talking about. I'm trying to think who you're talking about. It's one of our listeners' family member, and it was the girl who I mentioned to you that it was uh, you were very intrigued by. Think a post player. She's got the one sleeve. I'm trying to think. Caucasian who girl. I can't remember who it was. I mean, I can't give any more descriptions. That was like the best I could do. Caucasian. Yeah, I don't. I don't know who this would be. Oh man! Now you're just you're disrespecting, either, I guess. No, I think you're playing dumb because no, I'm being 100 percent honest. My mind is completely blank on this yeah. one. I'll show you after the podcast. All right, fair enough. So uh, Angel McCautry comes out. They do a uh, skills challenge and they do a three point shootout. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, sounds like a lot of fun. Shame I missed that one. Yeah. So then they bring the men's team out, just like they brought the women's team out. Each player gets their own intro song. Last last player to come out is Dwayne Sutton. Who had the best song, first of all? Dwayne Sutton. Oh. Anybody else who was honorable mention? Dwayne Sutton's the most memorable, and I'm about to tell you why. I already know why. Do you want me to tell you why? Tell me why what? It was the best song. Who, Dwayne Sutton? Yeah, because I wasn't even there, and I haven't seen videos, but I already know. No. Okay, so, sorry. Dwayne but, Sutton has Jack Harlow as his intro song. That's what I was going to say. Jack Harlow, for those of you who don't, do you know Jack Harlow is Grant? No. Jack Harlow is blowing up right now. He's a rapper from Louisville, white guy, went to Atherton. He's been on Sway in the Morning two or three times. Sway? Yeah. It's your dude. I love Sway. It's your dude Sway. <laughs> MTV Raps? Yeah. Actually, just MTV, but not MTV Raps. He also uh, kind of blew up in the news last week because he hung up on a UK fan on the uh, – Sway in the morning show. Oh, nice. Yeah, the guy was like, Is yeah, he talking man. trash? The guy was like, yeah, Jack, it's great to see you represent Louisville, but we got to get you in some Cats gear. And he was like, what? And he was like, we got to get you in some UK Cats. And he's like, no, nah, cut this right now. <laughs> he said some other colorful language, but yeah. Ah, it yeah. wasn't that colorful. And he was, and Sway was like, what? And he was like, no, nah, man, I'm a Louisville fan. He tried to get me in some Kentucky gear. And he goes, you just hung up on that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, so Dwayne Sutton has uh, is playing heavy hitter, song by Jack Harlow, and most popular song from his last album, from what I hear. Uh, probably from this album, yeah, I would say it would be. Yeah. And it just keeps repeating the same part, and it starts over, and then Jack Harlow comes out and starts rapping. So that was pretty legit. What? Yeah. So impermissible benefits. That's I don't all even I got know him. That's cool. It's pretty legit, actually. We so, met him at Cluckers once. No, we didn't. That guy just looked like oh, him. My <laughs> so, so you got to think, man, I'm on the rail. Like, I could reach. I, I was literally reaching down, touching the court. Took a couple pictures, which you guys saw. Took a picture with Aiden Gahan. Took a picture with Jordan Wara, Luke Hancock, Vince Tyree. Who's Try, the most handsome on the team now? Uh, Most handsome on the team now? Man, that's tough. So many candidates. <laughs> You're uh, going to go with the Trinity kid. No, I'm going to go with Aiden Gahan. I was going to say that, too. Aiden Gahan, man. So, they do the three-point shootout. Ryan McMahon wins. Uh, he beats Jordan War, the defending champion, in the final round. And uh, Better shoot better this year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it gets to the dunk contest. That's a shocker of two candidates, by the way. Of the two finalists? Yeah. yeah. No. He might have beat Samuel Williamson. Samuel Williamson, I, don't, I can't remember. Malik to be shoot? Uh, Malik has a broken foot. I know, but he didn't shoot. No, he was on. He, a, he was wrong, wheeling around on a cart, like one of those knee carts. I'd have still shot. Uh, so they they're introducing the judges for the dunk contest. 
They bring back out Jack Harlow. They bring out Daryl Griffith. And then there's they, an empty seat. Well, see, you can't really see that from where we're sitting at. Right. So they throw up this video, and it's just like showing like all the all-time dunks from all the Louisville, like all the best dunks from Louisville's history. And then it just like cuts out, and it's like, wait, whoa, 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 you thought you were gonna have a dunk contest and not invite me? And then out walks Donovan Mitchell in a bomber jacket. Very uh, scripted. I love him. It's it, it's scripted, but you can't act like that wouldn't be dope if that was North Carolina. I do like Donovan Mitchell. He's a, he's a very good. Player. I'm gonna go ahead and admit something. What? He wore the only pair of his shoes Friday that I've liked. The white and red pair. Those were actually That's what very the teams sick. wear, right? Yeah, but that's the first time that anyone's seen them. I mean, other hey. than like designers and stuff. Hey. You hadn't seen them yet. You hadn't seen them yet. You can make that noise, but you hadn't seen them yet. That's the first time they had been released. I can only make it so many times. So had you seen them? I can't do it anymore. I'm out of air. Does that mean no? I was going to say, I don't know if you've seen it or not. <laughs> I'm, I'm legit asking a question now, and he's not answering. Did I know they were white and red? Everyone knew they were going to be white and red. They were Louisville team shoes. Well, I didn't know that. I, I'm the one who told you that. Did the, I? The pictures came out Friday, BJ. Did I go to Louisville Live? No, but you can look at Facebook. Is Facebook something that I'm going to refer to to see what Donovan Mitchell wore at no, but you could see what shoes he was wearing. I rest my case, Your Honor. So he saw the pictures somewhere. Yeah, I was going to say he's a little so, spicy tonight. White and red. So Donovan gives a first, he autographs two, gives them in the crowd, and then he's like, you know what, I'll give away the two that I'm wearing. Signs those two, gives those away. Then they had the dunk contest, and it was legit. So he walks around the crowd, and um, this is the only night, the only part of the day other than Guy Fieri's terrible food that was kind of bumming. He walked right past me. He took a picture with somebody's phone next to me and then pushed you right, down on the ground. And then took a picture with someone's phone to the left of me. Oh. And I said, like, man. And you said, good job getting that seventh place finish in the FIBA World Cup, Donovan? No, I didn't say that. Oh. I didn't say that. He said, I love you, boy. Yeah. You that's, mean so man, much to me. That's, that's what you, I man. That's what I said. What I actually, Grant had no idea that I said that until just now, yeah. And Donovan looked back and said, "He wins. I love you too, man. Ellie. <laughs> everybody so, loves everybody. That's not like a real thing. You don't know about Ellie? No. So that was my experience on Friday. So sounds like a pretty decent day. Thought I'd that share that fun. with you guys. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah. So I guess we I guess we can move to college football. I mean, we were off this week, but I don't know. Are you? Done talking about your U of L experiences? I am, man. I, you know, we had a bye week this week, so I figured I'd, I figured I'd give you the floor, let you talk right. about your team this week, since they had a decent showing against the number one team, now the number two team in the nation. Which did surprise. I mean, it's kind of a joke, to be honest with you. Yeah, who cares? Like you who's can't won. move them back. Just be, I mean, Alabama struggled as well in some games. I didn't expect Clemson to lose a game this year, but the rest of their schedule, there's not really a, a super challenge in there. I think ACC championship. Yeah, will two be. games away from – or three games away from now, I think they have a challenge, but well, yeah, here and we're there. Teacher. So, yeah, North Carolina played Clemson and should have won, but unfortunately was not able to seal the deal. So, is what it is. Still shows up as a loss. They did cover the spread. Whoop-dee, stinking do. So, what did you think about that last play they ran? I think the play call to go for two, I love. I loved it as well. I think the option play 
is okay. Okay. The reason why it's okay is because it had worked picking up two fourth downs pretty recently before that. So you can't say that that was a terrible option. Sam Howe, a freshman quarterback, keeping the ball and trying to put his team on his shoulders and winning the game, love that. Didn't go so well. Well, no, he pitched it. Uh, not intentionally. Fumble pitch. Oh, no, he definitely was intentionally pitching it because he knew he was going down. No, he was trying to score. He got tackled. He goes, okay, the only way for us to win this game is for me to get rid of the ball and hopefully somebody else gets in. Tosses it, which was a very friendly toss because it hit a defender and the defender tipped it right to Daz Newsom, I think. And one of our receivers on the sideline, you, you won't see this for our listeners, but tries to box a defender out and the defender literally shoves him into him so he tackled his own teammate out of bounds and we essentially lose the game now after that the onside kick was a very good onside kick as well too and in my opinion one of our i think it was our receivers i don't remember exactly who it was should have dove to try to save the ball inbounds and that potentially could have been an interesting moment as well too but good good showing by the tar heels um, still is a loss on the resume. So yeah. I would have liked to see a win. My only correction, you know, my only thing, I, I thought they should have run it to the strong side of the field. I didn't understand running it to the weak side. They're the short side of the field. That was That's the only change. The play call, well, I didn't it was, was the, the strong side. That was where they had their alignment on the I'm strong side. I'm saying they ran it to the short side of the field. Correct. Short so, side, but it was the strong side. Yeah, so I felt like they should have run it to the other side. Right. And because I mean, not only does it do that, but it also opens it up if your quarterback looks up to make a pass. Yeah. Even if it's not part of the play, so I don't know. I, I like the the commentator. I don't normally fully agree with commentators, but the commentator made a great uh, a great call in my opinion when he said, "If North Carolina scores here, I would go for two because at some point Clemson's talent is going to take over in this game, yeah. and you can't let this game keep going with like you." You're only going to do this for so long. Which hindsight being 2020 didn't work out too well. Longo and Mac had already called for the two-point conversion if they were going to score. And uh, Dabo actually said in a 12-minute post-game interview, I mean, he sounded very flustered. But in that interview, he said he knew they were going for two. He said, dadgummit, I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> Something <laughs> of that nature. 12 minutes of that. Yeah. Daggum. I wonder who else says that. Wow. Well, another team that I watched have a pretty dominant victory, but it was not Saturday, was Penn State winning 59-0 to over Maryland. I thought Maryland – Maryland has fallen apart. I don't know. I thought they were going to be decent this year, and they've shown well, glimpses. They started, what was it, 3-0 and they started? They've shown glimpses of not greatness but goodness and since then have fallen off the bandwagon. So that one was interesting to me. Arizona State, slight upset over Cal. I mean, Cal was probably overranked more than – That was the game. That was the swing game I didn't know anything about. Yeah. Cal is probably overranked more than Arizona State upset them, but that one intrigued me. And then I mentioned this to you all before as well too, but Texas A&M is a team that intrigues me this year. They were projected as a top 8-12 to team to finish the year, right? I don't know the exact seeding of what their schedule is. Their strength of schedule has to be top five in the country. Like, they play killers on a week-in and week-out basis. I mean, they played basis. the one, number one to two teams in the nation. Yeah, and it continues to be good teams. But they looked not so good against Arkansas, and Arkansas should have won that game. Arkansas, I don't think, looked 
better than what I was expecting. I think A and M just hasn't lived up to what what projections have been. So that one was an interesting one to me. Um, I I am kind of disappointed that Arkansas didn't pull that out. Are you an Arkansas guy now? No, I just they had one drive that oh, game. Oh no, we talked, but you just don't like Jimbo Fisher. No, I got no problem with Jimbo. Mm-hmm. If your name is Jimbo. Yeah, I Can you think. name another Jimbo? Jimbo Schlong. I don't think that's a... You don't know Jimbo? No, I don't think that's a real person. Yeah, Google him. No, I'm not Googling that name in my phone. <laughs> it does not sound like it would S- It would turn up. S-C-H-L-O-N-G. Yeah, it doesn't sound like that would be something that I would like to look at. So many good coaching names, though. Yeah, Dabo uh, Sweeney. Dabo uh, Kirby. Kirby, uh, uh, for Kirby's Georgia, Kirby Smart. Yeah, I'm trying to think of some other good ones. Tubby, yeah. Tubby Smith. Oh, Tubby. Orlando. See, that's his, that's the thing. He has two cool names. <laughs> his first name's Orlando. Orlando. Great city. Beautiful Orlando, city. Tubby Smith. Very touristy city. Beautiful city. I'm trying. What's some other good names? I, I tell you, who has a great I voice? It's Coach O. Ogeron. What? You never listened to him? No. Before? Oh, I gotta send you some videos, dude. You, it will be your new favorite person in the world. Really? He he's Farmer Friend. Is who he is from from uh, Waterboy. Come on the podcast, uh, dude. I love Coach Odron. <laughs> I, I, I honestly am surprised you've never seen anything. Lipified, of him. dude. Yeah, it, you either you would love him and uh, Mike Leach. He's got to hear some Mike Leach. Mike Leach is the one that I played on the on the podcast the other uh, last Grant week. Grant would like yeah. Mike Leach. Mike Leach does he because he explains. Well, who stuff. wouldn't like Mike Leach? That's though. very true. I mean, he's people a very that just don't guy. like comedy. Mike Leach was the one when they asked him who would win out of a battle royale with all the Pac-12 mascots. <laughs> <laughs> he broke it down completely. It, it was yeah. so good. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that video actually. It was so good, but yeah, Coach Ogeron literally sounds like uh, Farmer Fran. He talks and. Sometimes they'll put subtitles on the bottom because you just don't know what he's saying. It's so good. Um, so we we, uh, we had a boxing match this past weekend as well. Yep. That's why we got to have our, our, our guy Grant on. Yeah, Spence Jr., uh, Sean Porter, fought to unify the 147-pound division. Um, had a couple unifying matches, but um, – this was a pretty big one. They weren't giving Sean Porter a big chance to win. Well, let's be fair. Neither were you. No, I wasn't. Grant, um, Grant informed us before the podcast that he was not going to watch it until his mother said, hey, I'll buy the pay-per-view yeah, if you she, come watch it. She offered, so like, I said, right, yeah, fair. why not? So I went over and saw it. Um, it uh, turned out to be a really good match. Um, Sean Porter, he's known for being kind of that pit bull who – Dives in, rough you up, kind of headbutt you sometimes, that sort of stuff. He, I don't, I don't know if I'd call him dirty, but he's he's definitely a rough and tumble kind of fighter. But aggressive. Yeah, yeah, very, <laughs> very, very aggressive. Um, but he he had tried boxing, I think his last two fights, and he has looked subpar. Yeah. Uh, but he in this fight, he it looked like he took it to the next level. I mean, he that full twelve rounds of him roughing him up. He had some really great rounds against Errol Spence, and it made you know. Errol Spence looked a little beatable. I mean, Errol Spence has been fighting 140-pounders. He fought Mikey Garcia, who is best at 135, so he's not he's, – he's been hitting those paydays up. Yeah. But – Intelligently. Mikey Garcia is a good 
resume builder, even though it's not. Sure. And that that was definitely a fight where they were like, well, Errol Spence is already a big 147-pounder. I think he actually right. debuted at 154. Yeah, he was a much uh, bigger fighter, in my opinion, in yeah. this fight. I mean, Errol Spence is a guy that I remember you talking about the first time you came on. Yeah. You said that he was one of the bigger names in the in the boxing world now. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I mean, he's if, if he's not in, I don't know, top 10 pound for pound, he's probably outskirts of top, you know, 11 to 15 or something like oh, that. Oh, I'd, I'd give him top 10. You I'd give so? him eight, 8 to 10. Yeah. 8 to 11 maybe, but 10. Uh, if he had a better resume, I would be glad to stick him yeah. up up there. Uh, Sean Porter's probably his best win. Uh, he did beat Kell Brook to win his IBF belt, but that was against a Kell Brook that had just fought Golovkin yeah. and had his face smashed to pieces. <laughs> he broke one eye socket, and then Errol Spence broke the other eye socket. Oh, so, my goodness. Yeah. Had to even it up. That's right. So um, it, it was a great fight. Um, th- they were calling it a uh, possible candidate for fight of the year. I don't know if it's if it's that good, but it's definitely a, a really good fight. True um, or false, Porter won three of the four first rounds. I mean, you see what I'm saying there. I mispronounced that, but no, no, no. I know no, what you I, mean. So you're saying he won uh, the first four rounds. You think he won? You he heard he won three, three of three. Them. Yeah. I yeah. think so. I could probably agree with that as well. Yeah. Um, but uh, Errol Spence was definitely not backing down. I mean, every time that Sean Porter came on with a flurry, he walked through the punches and came at him. Um, so he, you know, it was it was a good brawl. I liked it. Strikes yeah. thrown and landed were very similar. The throne was almost identical. The landed favored Spence. Yeah. But I, I agree with you. I think it was a good fight. Um, I was not thinking it was going to be a good fight is the friendliest way that I can word it. To yeah. Them. So, I mean, did it – I guess just to give people at home that uh, that didn't watch the pay-per-view, how, did it remind you almost of the – last Fury fight where, like, you didn't really expect anything. He kind of caught him by surprise towards the beginning, and then Spence kind of settled in and took over towards the end, I'm guessing, or, or was it? I which, say yes and no. Which Fury fight? The, the last one where Fury got the cut busted wall, open. Yeah. I, still, I still can't believe they didn't stop that fight. But, um, yeah, I think, uh, what was it, Valine, I think is yeah. what they were I say saying. Wallen, but it's Valine. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess so. It, he was a little bit slow, and as soon as he got cut, I mean, he was kind of in panic mode, it looked like. Yeah. Um, to me, the similarities were he was a physical fighter getting inside on a rangier fighter yeah. as well, too. But the difference to me was this was projected a closer fight than what that was supposed to be. Oh, that, 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 was, a, that was supposed to be just a toss-away fight for yeah. Fury. The yeah. money um, line on that was insane. Yeah. Like, if Valine would have won and you had money on him, you were cashing out big time. Whereas this one, at least the betting favorite was not that big of a yeah. difference. And I've heard rumblings where they might potentially push the fight back due to that cut, having not healed enough. Yeah. Uh, Fury said no, but... I don't know. How I mean, that's you really go. think that 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 cut's not going to heal enough by January? That cut is awful, and he had oh, two no. cuts. They're, oh, they're right next terrible. to each other. I didn't, they, I didn't see the second one. Did oh they yeah, sign yeah. A he contract? had one up top here and one right on his eyelid there, and both of them were. If he just oh. had one of them, I mean, I think either one of them should have called the fight with him. Yeah. I mean, they were gaping. Did they sign the contract for a specific date? I've heard that they. Did, but I don't know for okay. sure. Not I, until I, you know. I think they're eyeballing a time frame. But they were the, talking the about contract, February, I think. Yeah. To me, the contract is signed for them to fight. It's just not signed for a specific date or venue. Yeah. Because I haven't heard anything as far as a venue. You, and you're right. Me, there it is. I didn't ever even notice the, the other cut on this. Yeah. Because I, oh, I, I had the picture on my phone. I never even noticed the one on his eyelid. Yeah. Yep. 
I always notice the one above the eye. Yeah, they said he. I don't know what what kind of bonus he gave him, but they said he gave his uh, cut man a bonus. <laughs> I mean, you had to, man. The fact that he kept that fight going. Or he had I, to pay for all that Vaseline. Yeah, he put a lot of it Christmas. Yeah. Whole uh, whole handful on his face. I know. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited to see them fight again. I, I I'm hoping that Wilder will. Well, I hope he gets past Ortiz. He fights Ortiz yeah. November twenty third. Yeah, November twenty third. That's Again. also pay per view. Not one I want to pay for, but I'm I might. The first fight was was really good. I liked it. It was a good back and forth. And Ortiz is a monster, man. He is, but he's getting old. They still don't know how old he is. Well, and he's not on the juice anymore. So that they don't hurts know how sure. they don't know how old. No, he is. No, they no. they say they think he's early forties, but uh, some people project he's like fifty. It's like <laughs> or maybe Manu a little bowl, bit older. Man. You ever heard the story about Manu Bowl? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was it? They thought they thought when he got over here, he was in his forties. Yeah, I've heard different things, but yeah, they expected so he was him playing to be in a NBA, lot older. He was like fifty something yeah. years old. Yeah, it's nuts. What about the pitcher for that? Who was? What was the movie? Um, in the bench warmers, or no, the other one? <laughs> the bench warmers. Do you remember the movie I'm talking about? The Hispanic guy who's oh, drinking yeah, on I, the sideline. Twelve. Yeah, <laughs> that's how this guy is. Uh, <laughs> Ortiz? Yeah, his birth yeah. certificate is. He's like, I am, I am 12. Yeah. <laughs> Written a crayon. <laughs> um, so drinking tequila and pitching today? I am 12. <laughs> I, I quote that all the time. That's one of my – what was his name uh, that played for Kansas forever? Uh, he just graduated like probably three or four years ago. But Perry like Ellis? He, Perry Ellis. Yeah. I remember when he was oh, playing yeah. it, I was like, what? How is he playing again? Yeah. We've but, seen a couple of players like that. And they seem to always go to Kansas or Duke. Chris Duhon was another one. I well, feel even, like he was in college To forever. me, Dedrick Lawson, but Dedrick Lawson wasn't always at Kansas. He just yeah. finished at Kansas. But Yeah, but uh, definitely Perry Ellis was one of those people. Yeah. Yeah. So, when uh, when do you feel like – well, first off, it went to a decision? Or did they knock split him out? Split decision. Yeah, split decision. They, they end up giving uh, one card to Valine. Ooh, or, no. or no, we're, no, no, we're talking about the, port, the uh, Spence fight. Sorry. Oh, yeah, um, that was actually remotely close. They had that really wide for the two Spence cards and then close for the Sean Porter one. Yeah. So this one was a split decision as well? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. So, I mean, so the, I guess there's, a, there's another big fight coming up this weekend, which you were pretty excited about. You actually gave your lock of the week on it, so you already gave away what you thought was going to happen. But let's say you're going from the other side. And you're saying, all right, this is how Golovkin loses. How how's Golovkin how's Golovkin lose in this fight? I know you took him to win, but what what would have to happen for him to lose? I, if he really lost a step, he he hasn't been fighting a whole lot recently. I know he took some time off to work on his promotional company. Um, hopefully, he's starting to like sign a few fighters, and um, I guess it's Triple G Promotions. I would think, um, but. I don't know if he's lost a step. For we, we saw him beat Steve Rolls by a fourth round knockout, but I don't. Steve Rolls, he was kind of a nobody. Yeah. Um, they didn't. That was another fight. He was just trying to get back in. You know, get the winning ways. Hopefully, get the knockout. He got the knockout. So it's kind of. I mean, if he looks like he's lost a step and he doesn't look like, you know, a prime Triple G. Um, then I guess Derevianchenko could potentially pull it out. I don't, I don't see Derevianchenko outboxing or outmuscling. You know, either way he wants to go. If he wants to brawl or if he wants to box, I see him losing on both fronts. But Derevianchenko is not a pushover. I mean, he's top six middleweight. Um, Glovkin's, Live by the sword, die by the that's sword. That's right. <laughs> so if he's going for the knockout and he gets caught, 
Left hook was the punch that got Errol Spence that victory. Mm-hmm. If that's the punch that sleeps Golovkin, I'd be very surprised. But I would be very surprised. I've never seen – I've I've watched probably half of his fight. I've maybe seen 25 of Golovkin's fight. I've yeah. never seen him hurt, ever. Yeah. Uh, even in the Canelo fights, he takes a flush punch and he kind of waves him on with his glove <laughs> and just walks forward. Machine. Um, it's nuts. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, he trains with some uh, UFC fighters. Does he? I, I know he trained uh, – oh, I just forgot his name. 135-pound former champion TJ Dillashaw. But he, he has a very unique um, stable of training partners. Yeah, and he has uh, – he doesn't – oh, who did he used to train with? I can't even remember. Abel Sanchez. Okay. He used to train with Abel Sanchez in Big Bear, California. Okay. Um, and he would fight – High you know, elevation there too. A lot. Yeah, of, that was the people. big thing about it. Yeah, he built all that endurance and stuff. But uh, he would spar with one seventy-five, two hundred pound fighters, um, and he would do well against them. So, I mean, he looks great at one sixty, and I, th- I think he's only ever fought at one sixty. They've talked about him potentially. He he said he's coming to the end of his career. Yet. I think he's thirty-six, um, so he'll have maybe I think he has three more fights on the zone. I think is what it is. So. Um, I don't know if he'll re-sign, what he'll do after that. I know he wants another Canelo fight. I don't know if – Yeah. He wants that badly, by the way. I would that really is. expect that to happen. One of them was a tie. Is that right? The first one was a draw. The second one was – I th- I think it was a unanimous decision for Canelo. I had Canelo losing both fights. And the first one was tainted by the Mexican tacos. The me- – the, no, that was the second one. Second so they were one, they were preparing me. for the second fight, and they uh, they had to postpone. He got suspended for six months, which doesn't matter if you're in boxing because you fight like two or three times a year. So right. he got suspended for the time that he would not have been fighting anyway. So. And that does not get out of your system. What, in six what did months, he get right? suspended for? Mexican uh, tacos, bro. Clin clinbuterol. It's uh, found in um, a lot of Mexican meat and stuff, and he owns a slaughterhouse. Um, AKA it's so a it steroid. probably, it probably yeah. oh, so you think it really was legit? <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, I'm not accusing anybody of anything, but the oh, chances Oh, yeah, me neither. <laughs> yeah. I think Canelo's super, super clean fighter. <laughs> you could tell by his physique. Uh, yeah. Um, so, the I th- see, I thought you were talking about Golovkin there for a minute. Oh, no, no. Golovkin's oh. great. Golovkin does not seem like a guy who would juice at all. No. Now, now sometimes the people who... I, so, so outside of Canelo, who is another fighter in their in their weight class that's anything, or is there anybody else? At middleweight, that? you have uh, Demetrius Andrade who fights uh, 160. He's almost purely a boxer. Um, a lot of people have not been wanting to fight him. He's been trying to call people out and sort of get fights, but uh, he's probably top three. I have, I say Canelo's one, even though I think that he lost both fights. Technically, he won them. So I have Canelo one, Golovkin two, Demetrius Andrade. Andrade three. Who's Porter's three losses to? What's that? Do you remember who Porter's three losses? This was one. Do you remember? Oh, for Spence. Is that what you mean? No, Sean Porter's losses on his resume. Sean Porter. Spence hasn't lost yet. He's undefeated, right? We're talking about middleweight, though. We're talking about Golovkin, the top like five middleweights. Yeah. Um, that doesn't help us at all in this but, conversation. Yeah. <laughs> but I can, I can tell uh, you. So the, just to just to ask you this, because I, just going off of what you just said, because I know you definitely like boxing a lot more than MMA. But we've spoken on this before, and I think we even talked about it the last time you were on. I think the reason that I respect UFC so much is because Dana White doesn't care; he's going to make you fight. It's nice. I and like that's, that. Well, that's something. 
technically he, make you fight, yeah, he but can, he can take your belt from yeah. you. Yeah, he can strip stuff, and it's it's yeah. through one person. Yes. I mean, it's nice that it's through one person. Here you have like five, six, seven different promotional companies, and everyone has their top dog. They don't want them to lose a belt. They don't want this to happen. They don't want that to happen. And, so. But see, to me, this is the same thing in MMA because you've got Bellator. You've got Ryzen, who we just mentioned earlier. You've got a lot of other people. Now, MMA is different because UFC is – not a monopoly, but the strongest shareholder in that group. So they bought out people like Pride or Strike Force, or and that's how they built right. this roster that they have. So yeah. it is Dana White's actually getting into boxing. Yeah, he's got his license. Well, see, that almost may be a good thing for boxing. Because, it, no, I, it's the same thing. I'm telling you. Yeah, it might I, be a good thing for him. I'm but, saying because you're going to start. I feel like you're going to start seeing these fighters fight each other that everyone's wanting to see like there's no reason that that mayweather pacquiao fight shouldn't have happened 10 years before it happened Yeah, 2010 there's no way that it shouldn't have happened way before that and i feel like if dana white yeah that's the thing i feel like dana white is one of those type of guys that puts a fire under those promoters tails it says look we need to get this fight to happen it's all about money yeah and and there's boxing's been around since like the late 1800s i mean mma's been around for a while and dana white has been like a mainstay almost since the beginning yeah so here you have boxing where you have the same people who have been doing it since the 60s and 70s i mean bob arum's still doing stuff and he's i think he's 89 90 years old is don king still out there don king is still out there he still promotes a few people i don't know why after everything <laughs> that he has me? done i had no within al- alleged i hate when you say that with an alleged murder twice already today. um yeah yeah and he gets away. Why would you hook up with somebody who they thought murdered someone? Uh, ask the Ravens. They did that with Ray Lewis for years. So That right. wasn't alleged. That was true. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. where's the white suit at, Ray? Right. I'm just wondering. Um, yeah, it's nuts. I don't know why Don King's still doing that. All right. So. So, sorry. So, I'm sorry to interrupt you. So, you said You're the good. third one was – who was the third Demetrius one? Demetrius Andrade. Okay. Uh, you have uh, one of the Charlo brothers who's fighting at 160. He's kind of an odd sheep, too. Um, De- Jamal actually, or Jamal? Uh, Jermall fights uh, at 160. Okay. But uh, I, I don't know why the the, th- the top three middleweights are all on DAZN now. Mm-hmm. You have Canelo, Golovkin, and Demetrius Andrade are all on DAZN. So I don't know why those fights aren't happening. That seems silly to me. Uh, you have Charlo, Derevianchenko. Um, if they find out their contracts and those fights don't happen, that would be very surprising. I don't see do. how that ha- – like right. with, with, well, said with Golovkin's DAZN and got Eddie two, Hearn, right? Roughly three, I think, three. left. Um, so I, I mean, I would, you have to think that if those fights don't happen. Dazone's not going to be around long it, because know. people aren't going to buy into it anymore. No, I, but he Dazone. I will say this: Dazone has of the remaining good fights left in the year. Dazone probably has six of the seven. Yeah. So with the stuff that they are putting out, uh, also they just signed uh, Usyk, who is arguably the greatest cruiserweight ever. Uh, he only, he's only like 15 and 0, I think. He uh, he won Fighter of the Year in 2018 uh, for going to um, Germany, Russia, and somewhere else to to unify the divisions. No one's no one's unified cruiserweight before, so they're even talking about him being possibly better than Evander Holyfield. In wow. boxing, is it similar to MMA where the lighter weight classes are not as popular? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they still people still try to talk up heavyweight like it's top dog, but that and they were like, oh, it's you know, it's the second coming of the golden age of uh, you know heavyweight boxing. I don't think so. I, I mean, mean, you have good a good like top five again, but it's not yeah. like. I mean, who's outside of those top two? Who else do you have? Ruiz. 
Yeah, Ruiz Jr. Joshua, now, Joshua oh, yeah, Wilder, four. Ortiz. Well, that's what I'm saying. Fury, Fury, Fury and Wilder. Fury. So you got like a good five there, but then you have like your Klitschko just retired. That's so the guy that was I like can't 100 years old. Yeah, right? he's four. I think he fought Joshua when he's 42. Yeah, uh, but he was still winning, so why not keep yeah. going? I feel like. Klitsch. He should have won that Didn't Joshua he, fight. I felt like he yeah, was fighting like Lennox Lewis and stuff back in the day. He was, yeah. Klitschko's nice. Yeah, that's like I remember him from a long time ago, like when I was still playing like Fight Night on PlayStation. He was the guy two. on Rocky 3, 2, Dolph Lindgren. That's, Dolph four, that's four. Four, seven, <laughs> six. That was four with Dolph Lindgren? Yeah, Dolph Lindgren pretty was, sure. No, Dolph Lindgren was, uh, was three. Because remember, Five, was Clever Lang. Clever Lang was three. No, Clever Lang was four. Because remember, he kills uh, what's his face in three. Apollo. He kills Cle- Clever Apollo. Lang was Mr. T, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's like three. I don't know. Unless a, does Apollo Creed die in the second one? No. Oh man, this is not good. Yeah, we I don't should remember. know this. I know. I really like Rocky the first one. First one's great. Actually, just recorded Creed because you kept telling me to watch it. I'm telling you, man, they're solid movies. Don't. He's not a fan because he doesn't like Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, I remember. That's He's why a, I was bringing it up yeah. to reference it. He's a trash boy. Don't watch him. But I do have it recorded in case I need to watch it for my viewing pleasure. And I have been watching a ton of movies lately. I'm on the movie bandwagon right now. None of them have been great, obviously, as I did list <laughs> <laughs> Besides Jack Reacher. Which was not great, but yeah, it was okay. Sad. Yeah. I can imagine that being not very good. Grant, typical like, Tom Cruise movie. Grant looks like he is right, in my opinion. Grant's also got some awesome A6 yellow shoes on that I just noticed. Oh, thanks. Yeah, own, the Tigers. Yeah, own, Grant, Grant is actually right. Thank you. Three was Clubberlang. Four was uh, uh, yeah, what's his face? Because I think two was just a rematch uh, between um, Apollo. Apollo. Yeah, Apollo. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so uh, DAZN has uh, Usyk fighting on October 12th. Uh, on 18th, uh, oh, this is actually ESPN fight, um, is Better Biev and Vozdik, which are one of the top four best uh, light heavyweights, so that will be an awesome fight. Um, yeah, there's a really good ones. Oh, DAZN has uh, Regis Progray and Josh Taylor, another top four. Um, it's from the World Boxing Super Series. They get everybody in a bracket. So, so you say there's like fight. seven fights left for the rest of the year? It, not, Something I mean, like there's that more than that, yeah. but for yeah, like highlight. big fights, yeah. So let's take out the two big ones that we know. The Golovkin one this week and then the Wilder one in November. Which fight are you circling on there? And you're like, this is the one I'm most excited to watch. Oh, man, the Better BF uh, versus Vozdik or the Pro Gray versus Taylor. It's just those, those are – if you fight in a less uh, a less popular division, you have to fight the best so that people will get your name out there. Yeah. Right. Um, so with like Terrence Crawford, he fought everybody at 140 at that time. He unified 140. Now he's at 147, and nobody even talks about him because nobody wants to fight him. That's the one but, you were talking about when I was at your house, right? Terrence Crawford. Uh, he was. I feel like he. That was the guy you were talking about when we were sitting there to watch the the Fury fight. What was it, like six months ago, I guess it was? I'm going to take a wild step yeah, in the probably. dark and said if you were talking boxing with Grant, he might have mentioned he, a couple of fights. He was talking him because he was sitting on the side. Yeah, yeah, he goes to all the ESPN yeah, fights it and was, stuff. It was, I thought it was Terrence Crawford. That there. Yeah, anything that I think is in New York, he usually goes to. Probably Las Vegas, too. He's from, uh, I think he's from Nebraska. I told wow. him, yeah. uh, back to that Fury fight, I told him it felt like Tyson Fury literally spent more time on his intro than he did worrying about that fight, and it showed. Yeah. Like, he is like, 
at some point, man, you better start paying attention because right. you're going to get knocked out before you even get to this fight that's going to make your career, yeah. whether you win or lose it. Yeah. That's what sells fights, though. Doing You do stuff like that, like the Charlo brothers. The Charlo brothers are good fighters. They're not great fighters. Right. They're known for, first of all, their records are pretty decent because of the talent level that they fought, but they're known for their outside-the-ring yeah. prowess and then lead-up. And Jermell just lost, actually. He lost to uh, Tony Harrison, I think is who it was, which was pretty wild. Well, let me ask you this, though. You do all that, all that stuff, and you right. get beat. Right. That's not going to do anything for yeah. him. Like it felt like he did. Like he looked tired in that fight. Like he looked. He looked gassed early in that fight. Yeah, yeah but when did. you take those kind of shots, that's what it does. He looked like he was going to try to let Volin wear himself out, being the aggressor, coming forward. Fury is all about movement, head movement, body movement, whatever. And he took some body shots that will wear on you. He took a lot of chest shots that yeah. I don't see a lot of people using those. That's what I really like. That's what I was telling uh, Brandon. We were texting about it. I was yeah. saying, you know, he folk, He had such a good game plan coming in initially. Yeah. And as soon as he got that cut, I don't even remember what round it was. He completely. He, was two. he got it pretty early. Well, I thought it was like four or something, it was two, wasn't it? it? I'm going to split the difference and say three. It, okay, I, I, felt like it, I felt like it was two or three, to be honest. It was um, because I, I didn't yeah. see it at first. Yeah. I do honestly think it was. Late two or no no it wasn't late it was either two or three I do think because yeah. I, like I didn't notice it at first and then he was yeah. like oh we got some blood from Fury and I was like oh what oh wow yeah his eyes bleeding really bad yeah and then he got poked <laughs> yeah he tried to tried grab to it thumb it yeah um, but I don't know as soon as he got that cut he quit trying anything else and all he focused on was the cut I guess hoping to get the stoppage that way yeah um, but I, I think I even heard in the corner the. His uh, trainer was telling him to go for the cut. And I was he like, man, was. you had such a great – you had a great game plan coming in. Why not keep at it? He, he, so let me ask you the question that I asked him. Point him. Or we, we spoke about it, and he brought up his opinion on it. Do you think that it was wrong in the commentators telling Fury's uh, corner that the cut was a legal cut so that they didn't fight the fight a different way? I th- someone is supposed to tell them, but I don't think that is the announcer's job to do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's supposed to be the um, the referee, but he had it wrong. He said he th- said it was from a headbutt, so yeah. he had the wrong information. So yeah. it had to be corrected. But I don't feel like that's like instigating. Like, yeah. what are you getting? Like, <laughs> go back to announcing the fight. Why are yeah. you getting in these people's corners and stuff? It was kind of weird. Like that was one thing that was like it felt like like the the trainer didn't look at him one time during this interview. And I'm like, man, this is kind of weird. Like, yeah. I feel like you all should get this a lot better. Right. Like, there's <laughs> well, not really a good time to do an interview with a trainer. No. He's they, their golden pony, too. Yeah. They set everything up for the promotion for him. So yeah, they're I'm trying not... really hard for, for him being a heavyweight. I think they're yeah. – he's probably top three. I mean, you have Lomachenko, who's number one, absolutely. And then you have Terrence Crawford, who's on ESPN. But then they signed Fury, so he's – like definitely the, the top is, they're like, expecting good stuff. I out told of you whenever I actually watched him for the first time at your house. Like I had seen stuff about him, yeah. but I didn't really watch it. I like him a lot. Like he cracks me up. I think he's funny. But Did like, you see the Klitschko stuff where he wore like a Batman outfit <laughs> and one of his friends came out and he like threw him to the ground and tackled <laughs> him and stuff? Like yeah, I think he's funny. Like him singing Aerosmith after he beat the brakes off that guy yeah. really fast. He's a gypsy. And, That's right. And then him doing like I thought that was funny, and then it was just like, man, I feel like you spent a little bit more time on your choreographed intro yeah he, really he goosed a lot and i mean he came back for well you did y'all hear i'm um, the really long depression story you know yeah. they they really beef all that stuff up a whole lot 
beef yeah. it up. That's see, yeah. I'll, I'll, not to, but that's sports, man. Like you think of I know. any any Louisville game. If you think back to when Francisco Garcia was here, it was like, oh, he's playing with a heavy heart because his brother was murdered. It's like he was murdered like three years ago. Right. The stiff on the floors was always his parents were deaf. Like that. It, that's just. I think it's to. got some truth to it, to be honest. So I think that's a chip on your shoulder. Type I think deal sometimes that. it can be, but sometimes it gets so old. And yeah. one of the worst that I feel probably the worst about is Danny Jacobs. Uh, I think he had lung cancer and he went into remission. He beat cancer in every freaking fight. Yeah. It, every single time they're just like, you beat cancer, didn't you? He's like, you know, I, if, <laughs> I, if I beat cancer, what can beat me? You know, And I was just like... <laughs> You know Again, what it is to me, like... though? To me, that's because you're a real fan. And I don't think everybody is a real fan, and I don't think everybody consumes the amount that you consume. Maybe not. I, just, I hear it constantly, and I'm just like, I know. And that's awesome. That's yeah. really cool. But So they're catching a fight on a blue moon. Or they're not seeing all of their fights. Or maybe they don't even follow a fighter. And then that's good information. To me, I, I'm agreeing with you. It does get old as a true fan. But to me, if you're the commentator – like I feel like you have to drop. Right, you got to do something. Yeah, because it, it is a, a good storyline. And what are you doing sure. as a commentator? You're selling a storyline. Right. So. And that's another thing. Um, I think it's Timothy Bradley. Um, there and there, there's a lot of commentators don't like. Sometimes I watch them on mute because I can't stand listening. I do the to same. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's, yeah, there's definitely some nuts. Like if Louisville's playing somebody in. Yes. Uh, what's his uh, face? Uh, Dan. Uh, Dan Dockage. Oh, yeah, that's, I'm listening to the radio. I know you I'm, hated him. I can't stand Dan Dockage, uh, man. But yeah, there's there's particular ones like Timothy Bradley. As soon as something bad, like as soon as someone gets punched in the face, man, his defense just in where it normally is. What's wrong with this guy? I'm like, it's a he just got punched in the face. He's boxing. Yeah. yeah. What are you talking about? I don't know. He's just not. I don't know. He's not the normal guy we usually see. He's probably. He's probably going downhill. I will <laughs> say, out of all okay. the sports, Dude, he's twenty-two years old, man. <laughs> out of all the sports for commentating, though, combat sports to me are the toughest to commentate in the sense of you can give details of what's going on, you can give projections of what's going on, but it's not like football or basketball where you can call a play and then you can give like there's so sure, sure. so much different and people who are good at combat combat sports commentating are few and far I mean, between yeah, they and are. they make a lot of money and they're That's why I miss uh, Jim Lampley. I wish yeah. Jim Lampley would come back and commentate. Jim what Lampley do you think was about Max? great. I really like Max Kellerman. He's a he's an actual boxing historian. I mean, that's what he did before anything on ESPN. That's why I, I really like listening to him. I mean, he brings up a ton of like older boxers. He's great at comparing people. I know a lot of people get annoyed with him, but well, the reason I, why I, asked, I just get I annoyed like because I, I I like like I I think he commentated the fight we watched. Probably, yeah, I think so. And. I used to love Max Kellerman until he got to where he's at now. Yeah, yeah I like his boxing commentary. Yeah, or whatever even, his other stuff is, that's up to him. And I even like his when boxing. he was early on in ESPN, when when he was not doing boxing, he was good. Yeah. But like now, it's like, dude, you're trying to turn into Skip Bayless. Just stop coming out with these terrible takes that you yeah. know are just getting like when you give your opinion, you're normally pretty spot on with your opinion, and it's pretty good. Just saying, and, but when he does, because he used to do Friday Night Fights all the time. Yeah. Right. So ESPN2, it would come on all the time, and you couldn't yep. help but listen to him for a little bit yeah. before you flipped it over. Yeah. 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 So he's, I, I really like Max Kellerman. I, I wish he would do more on uh, ESPN because you don't hear him on a ton of fights. He's a busy man, at the though. Moment. Yeah. He's got too much going on. But, um, and I think Showtime might be going the same way as HBO. Um, Showtime has had Wilder in their pocket for the longest time, and I. Yeah. I heard that they didn't want to fork over the cash that he was wanting for this 
next fight. So Fox is putting on the uh, the event. Showtime has had absolutely nothing. They have this Saturday. They're putting on the Clarissa Shields fight. Um, that I can't imagine anybody gives a crap about, but I don't know. <laughs> I hate to say that. I don't hate all women's boxing, but I don't know. Heather it's, Hardy. That's, yeah. I like Heather Hardy. <laughs> she gets beat the heck up, too. But she does, she does MMA, too. And then uh, – Funny thing, uh, who did she just fight? I can't even remember, remember her name. Her name. Um, I got the names mixed up. I thought I knew who Heather Hardy was, and I wasn't paying okay. attention to their shorts because they both had their names really big on their shorts. Okay. And they keep going back and forth, and they're like – um, whoever it was, they they were like, she's doing great. And I was like, she's getting beat up. What are you talking about? And it, it was for like four or five rounds until I, I noticed. I was just like, this is all backwards. What are you people talking about? And uh, then I realized, I was like, oh, I thought I knew who this lady was, but obviously I didn't. She fights MMA too uh, in Amanda Serrano. They have to to make enough money. Amanda yeah, Amanda Serrano. Serrano. Yeah. She's pretty good. 36-1-1 uh, and one is what Amanda Serrano's record it looks like. What is. about in MMA? Oh, that's Amanda Serrano's record. It's um, it's thirty six one and one. And Hardy, I think, is Hardy two is twenty two and, and one. That was her first loss in boxing. Yeah, uh-huh. says so she she was she's twenty two and one, and that was her first loss. Some of these ladies are, I feel like they're older too. Like they're yeah. like mid to late thirties. She is. I hope I'm right. Thirty seven years old. Okay, so there yeah. you go. <laughs> Heather Hardy's thirty seven. Thirty seven. Yeah. Wow. So. I mean, when do you hang up the glove? I don't know how long she's been fighting. I mean, I guess you got to provide for your family and yeah. stuff like that, and you don't make the kind of money that men do. So she's Sorry. not bad looking for thirty-seven. That's how I'll word it. Yeah, uh, she's only been fighting since two thousand and twelve. Okay, so not super long. Yeah, her debut was August second, uh, twenty twelve. And her gym is Gleason's in New York. Uh, you don't have that. that does not, it doesn't say that. I'm sorry. It is Gleason's though. Says she lives in Brooklyn, New York. Does it say her MMA record? I'm intrigued by that. I think it's two and two, but I could be wrong. I could look that up for you. She she is an interesting fighter. Um, what do you think she was? Two and two. Good call, bud. Two yeah. and two. So a combined record of twenty four and three. Well, yeah. don't don't count her MMA in there. She's she's a much better boxer than I mean. She's one of those girls who basically says that my boxing is so good that I don't need the extra stuff. I'm gonna come to MMA and outbox you. Like if you're a takedown artist, yeah, she's in trouble. If you're <laughs> jujitsu, you know, if you're a wrestler, anything like that, she's in trouble. But <laughs> she's got a lot of heart. So, what you got any other upcoming matches that you want to talk about? Uh, there is the Ruiz Jr. Joshua rematch November or uh, December seventh. Man, I'm hoping that goes the way it did the first time. Too. I do too. <laughs> I like Ruiz a lot. Like, I like he's him a fun character. He is. Dude is a celebrity too. Like he, you know, we think of Canelo as the most prominent Mexican fighter. Yeah, Ruiz is quickly approaching that with one stinking fight. That's, Obviously, he had a belt before that fight, and he was known, but so not like Ru- this. So this is the one that just went not that long ago, and this was the one that just happened, what, seven months, six, seven months ago? Yeah, no, this is in June, I think is what it yeah, was. Yeah, I was going to say less than that. Yeah, it's in June. Um, that's when he knocked out Joshua. His Joshua's first loss, he's the – he was the huge cash cow for uh, for Eddie Hearn and DAZN. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. We'll we'll see how this goes out. Funniest thing to me is they negotiate the contract. He doesn't want to fight yeah. in England. <laughs> oh, let's fight in Abu Dhabi. He didn't have a choice. That's why I thought it was so funny because he was, 
I know they were wanting to do. I think Joshua even said he wanted to do uh, uh, the U.S. again, and they were like, "Don't do the U.S. What are you talking about? You just lost. It'd be traumatic for you." Um, so they were trying to do the U.K. I don't understand how he had any say. They'd already signed the contracts, uh, but I heard Abu Dhabi. They paid them a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of money to oh, fight there. Is that, that's in Dubai? Yeah, there's a lot of money there. <laughs> there's yeah. a lot of money there. Yeah, but it's amazing to me how that works. Like, they were just talking about getting a uh, MMA match in Hawaii and stuff. And they've got all these contracts with, like, Australia and all these countries. Yeah. Tourism department pays these companies to come to their arena. And MMA charges you, like, a... 35% excise tax or something like that. So it's like, well, that's not going to go over so well. But, yeah, every country does things differently. Or state, in some cases, yeah, yeah. Hawaii. So they – so where is the uh, where's the Wilder fight? I'm guessing that's in New York or Vegas. He, he – you know, it might be in Las Vegas. He, it's I almost always in New York, I think, with, with Wilder. Because he's from Alabama. Yeah. Um, but – you know, I, honestly, now that you mentioned, I think it might be in Las Vegas. I, see, the, I feel like there's—it's always East or West Coast. There's never one in the Midwest. It seems like. No, not like really. Like they need to find, even if it's like I mean, Chicago you, or something. If you are from that particular place and you have a decent following, they will let you put a show on there. But not if you're a big name. If you're a big name, you want to go where the money is. Yeah. And that's New York and Las Vegas. So where do they fight at Barclays and in in, in uh, New York, I guess. Yeah, and well, they do that. And then uh, in Vegas, probably uh, Square Garden too. I mean, I know they used to. Oh, have absolutely! Famous, yeah, yeah they do Square matches. Garden a whole lot. Um, yeah, and then in Las Vegas, you do MGM Grand and yeah. you know all those different casinos and have stuff. Have you ever been to Vegas before? I've not. I've been in, invited a few times, but we've both we've both money. been there. And I I was not ready for how big it was. I did not expect it to be that big. To me, it's small. From what I expected, it was a lot bigger than what I thought. Okay, I see what you're saying by that. Because you, you but. picture this, like, one strip and then, like, the old strip. And, like, that's, like, and then the, some other stuff around it. But, like, that place is humongous from what I thought. Really? Well, see, yeah. that's where I was different. I expected when you hear of Las Vegas, I had this grandiose expectation of, like, it's the city. And so when you think of city, I don't think of, like, one road. So coming in, flying in on the plane, and you're for real, like, okay, what's known as Las Vegas, air quotes. Yeah is one strip and you can see it like everything else around it is desert land when you're flying it to me the flight in was crazy and then my first thought that crosses my mind is now wait a second if you're coming out here to gamble they don't make a city like this off of winners you know what i'm saying so when you you know the story of why vegas is there no it's mafia yeah, the mafia wanted to go somewhere where people wouldn't bother them for gambling, so they just went up and made this city in the middle of the yeah. desert. And that's exactly what it is. You fly in, and it's just like mountain, mountain, desert, desert, and then a city. I won't <laughs> use the A word, but there's some A word involved there. It's The other cool city I feel like to fly into is Phoenix. Yeah. Did you ever fly into Phoenix when you were working out west? Yeah, Phoenix's airport's pretty cool. I like Phoenix's yes, airport. Yes, Phoenix airport has windows like double the size of this wall. And it's got and it's different... Just, Different and you can hubs. just see mountains out of it. Dang. But you're flying over the Grand Canyon, and you're just, or you're flying over mountains, and you don't see anything. Then you just come over the end of the mountains, and then it's just like, it looks like SimCity. Yeah. It's just a big square. <laughs> and it's Phoenix. And you're like, this is nuts looking. Everything is so compact in Phoenix. Yeah. But it, it definitely looks like a city that I think would be cool to visit. But Vegas is a place that no matter what age you are or no matter who you're taking out there is worth checking out. I mean, you've got stuff like the Hoover Dam for the family. You've got M&M World. You've got casinos for adults. You've got other adult entities for adults. You've got... (laughs) 
there's there's just a wide variety. Like the thing to me was I always, you know, they call it Sin City or whatever. Vegas is a lot more than just Sin City now. Like there's a lot of fun stuff there. Yeah. I like Vegas. What was the thing that when you went to Vegas, what was the thing that you were just like, whoa? I'll be honest, this is not a super wowing thing, but the casinos that had roller coasters that went through the internals of a casino as well as outside of the casinos to me or the stratosphere which has not roller coasters but amusement That's rides stayed, stratosphere. on top of a skyscraper yeah, no bueno dude no <laughs> i've rode all of them and no bueno is correct <laughs> i was just looking at him and i was like nah uh-uh. first of all no let's let's say the elevator ride up to them is kind of sketchy right there like it is more than sketchy you can almost feel your swaying up that's there. what i remember with the huh. was it the sears tower in chicago yeah. yes um i hate it i mean i'm i'm really scared of every time we have to take an airplane like if Lindsay wants to fly to florida or something instead of driving like you sure you don't want to drive 12 hours? <laughs> we could save somebody with right. gas. Yeah, sell her on it. We could drive 16 right. hours and yeah, I hate it. it. Yeah, and I just remember going up Sears Tower and I was like, God. Like, CN I have to get myself like right that. with the Lord because I'm like, man, if we plummet, you know, it's yeah. all over. It's okay. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> Say your extra prayer. Make sure everything's solidified before right. you the go. The one, the thing that, to me, I don't feel like it's enough credit is it the Bellagio Fountains. Is oh, yeah, out front. Those, those things are unbelievable. Yeah. Like, you see them on TV and stuff, and you're like, yeah. oh, that's cool. Unbel- dude, and you can feel it, it in your heart. <laughs> and they're so, like, loud and big. Yeah. They shoot up, like, what, 50, 60 feet in the air? They Maybe shoot. even more. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm trying to calculate in my head. I don't know what it is, but it's very impressive. And they go to a soundtrack. So, like, they were doing, like, uh, Let Be a Lady by, like, Frank Sinatra. Right. They change so, it every three yeah. days, I believe. Yeah, so it's just like, and it's like shooting to the song. <laughs> yeah. It is I, like, and I lights as well too. There's yeah. lights involved. With I could have just sat there all day and looked at that. Yeah, Caesar's Palace is very cool. But yeah. the the thing oh, is, man. food scene. There's all different kinds of food. Um, there's also Old Vegas there. I, yeah. I mentioned I have a friend out there. Shout out to Margo. And Margo took me to a dodgeball tournament out there. <laughs> and this was like the Rucker Park of dodgeball. People, I promise, <laughs> this was the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life in Vegas. People are climbing up the sides of this tennis court that has no tennis nets in it or poles and are watching a dodgeball tournament up there like it's, you know, unseen. Like <laughs> you would pay thousands of dollars to it. <laughs> Greatest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, they, they have that uh, what, heart heart attack uh, grill. Grill, yeah. If you weigh over a certain amount, your food's like discounted. Oh, nice. And yeah. each meal is like 4,500 calories plus or something. Yeah. Yeah. They also have In and Out out there as well. Yeah. Uh, upper upper echelon food as well too. I mean, a lot of the big known Bobby Flay, Emerald. Don't I don't, don't know mention any more him because his restaurant here is terrible. I don't think he actually has any. He should that I know of. He shouldn't have any restaurants. Guy Fiari. Yeah. Get rid of his show. Yeah. Hey man, it's <laughs> a good show. You put your name on that. Yeah. Dude. He didn't make your food. Dang. I saw him down here at Jeff Ruby's one time. Was he a nice guy? He was at Jeff Ruby's, not his own restaurant? Well, this well, was before. Well, his restaurant only opened, what, a year and a half, two years oh, ago? Okay. This was before. This was probably six years ago. He was very friendly. Let's be honest. Have you ever seen him, the lead singer of ICP? <laughs> and Mark McGrath all in the same place? No, not Mark McGrath, no. The lead singer of uh, Smash, Smash Mouth. Mouth. Have Smash you ever Mouth seen all three it. of them in the same room? <laughs> no. I, you can't convince me they're not the same person. <laughs> the ICP guy especially. I don't know what his name is, but... Ba-da-ba-ba-bam. He might yeah. be guy. 
I, he's it ain't no joke, dude. <laughs> so, um, guy is my favorite out of those three. Smash Mouth a close second. ICP far third. I I don't know. I don't. I've never really thought of that rating, but I would probably put Smash Mouth's lead singer one. Yeah, it's gonna save. They wrote the most popular song between the years of like '99 to. Two that when did Shrek come out? Yeah, two thousand two, two thousand three. Didn't write that song. That was a remake. What's that? Well, they sang it. Yeah, that was a remake, wasn't it? No, I don't think so. I'm alive. I'm a. That's not the, I, I'm alive. That was like Flyleaf or something, wasn't it? Well, I'm just singing songs from Shrek. No, I don't. I what was that it. song that they had on? I'm a believer. No, yeah, yeah, no, that that right. was that was a remake. That was a remake. What about the somebody wants to? Oh yeah, yeah I forgot yeah. about. But that, that was popular before Shrek. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was the Cowboy most popular Shrek. song for like four or five years. Yeah, yeah. and then Hey Ya came out by Outkast. Oh, now it's like the most popular song, one of the most popular songs ever. Yeah, I think the baby babysitter is. I don't even know what that is. Oh man, oh man, you know music and you don't know the baby, the rapper. Yeah. I mean, I know who he is, but I don't. I don't know that song by the. You're welcome. I, I guess. Go check out Babysitter. You're welcome. Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> um, first time ever giving you some hip hop and R and B information. Well, I knew who the baby was. You ever heard of Offset? L- little known guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I have. I, we've talked about this. I have a lot of Migos fatigue. Offset is my amigo. <laughs> Dude, so I gotta tell the story. So Thursday, yeah, uh, myself, Greg, Matt Mullins, and DJ went to a concert over Paris Town Hall. NF. Very, very cool venue, by the way. If you, if anybody was wondering, if you're going to a concert there soon, it's just been open for maybe two or three months. Yeah, the Old Forester Paris Town Hall. It's pretty cool. Uh, we're standing in line and we're just talking about random stuff, and uh, we're talking about different rap groups and stuff, and. Matt said, uh, "Who was the the Amigos? <laughs> Your brother, Matt? No, Matt Mullins. I was okay. like, who? He said the Amigos. It's like, like Steve Martin and, and the three, three Amigos, amigos. Chevy Chase. Yeah. Greg's ticket didn't work either. By the way, I heard oh, about that. Oh yeah, hilarious. dude, I forgot about that. I hope did he ever? No write sponsorship StubHub? from StubHub. We're not getting. Well, but so he, he never got his money back for that. So he buys his ticket. We gotta give people the backstory. He buys his ticket on StubHub. Yeah." They, it's a third-party provider, whatever. They send him the ticket. He goes to scan the ticket in, and they go, hey, have you already been in here? And, of course, him not thinking and telling the truth goes, no, I haven't been in here yet. And they go, uh, your ticket's already been scanned. That's a fake ticket or whatever. Uh. So he goes, oh, crud, and goes over and has to buy a ticket and buys another one, this being our buddy, which I'm just like, to me, I'm on the phone with stuff of like, no, you need to tell these people to let me in or you better make this right type of deal. Buys another ticket and then proceeds to send them an email the next day. So he, he got his money back for it, and I said. Did he get his money back for the ticket he paid for? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. He Only, only the stuff up one. Yeah. yeah. So See, he still it, paid for the ticket. That's what I'm saying. I'm getting both my money back. Because they have that thing that's called Fan Protect Discount is what it's called. Yeah. Um, and like that's what I kept telling. I was like, you should get your money back for that ticket. Yeah. Like that's what they've always. That's what I they've just always. Never uh, buy from them again. Like once that happens, I'm going to this concert. Well, see, that's not StubHub's fault. Yes, it is, in my opinion. How's that Sub? I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. How is that StubHub? Because fault? they're the service provider. The whole reason why you're going to that platform is supposed to be because they're protecting you from buying fake tickets. Otherwise, I'd go buy it from well, the dude standing. Technically, on the it wasn't a fake ticket. 
it was a real ticket that multiples were printed off of that was then scanned in by he was probably one of 15 like that wasn't only ticket that got turned away that night i'm sure you're probably right but i, I still don't feel like i can blame stuff up they yeah. gave him his money back well so what they told him was they can only check he wanted to verify tickets for louder than life for sunday he wanted them to verify them before he bought them and they were unable to do that so he's like why would i ever buy another one from you all that makes that makes sense they said the best thing we can do is we can go and check the user rating of the guy who's posting them and get you a higher rating he goes yeah but those are going to be more expensive they said yeah sometimes it's worth it i'm like okay yeah that that makes sense i could see where you're coming from with that then yeah he was pretty bummed about that but i knew he was i knew he wasn't going to miss that concert that was a good concert too by the way that's very good. He put on a very good show. Yeah. I didn't know the songs like the other three did, but uh, I knew some of his stuff, and he's pretty good. If you if you watch college football games, they play his song "The Search" on uh, ESPN a lot. You just wouldn't know it was him because they don't they don't put his name anywhere on the screen. Right. But he's very good Christian rapper. Very very good. Really. Dates yeah. Miley Cyrus. Yeah, I don't think that's true. Wow. I'm just trying to put false rumors out there. Didn't that <laughs> didn't that do like Thor date her or something? The dude that played Thor. I used to date her. That broke off a while ago, though. I don't know. I think, wow, she was dating other people. She didn't tell me all the truth, but, you know. Yeah, Chris. So, what we, got, what we got? Power move and beef left? Did you bring any, did you bring any of those? No, I should have. Well, that's my beef, then. Come on, man. <laughs> all right, so you want to go, BJ, you want to go first with your power move? If you think of anything, just interrupt us. Yeah, absolutely. Bring one. I've got two. You got my, two? My first one is very subtle on the power move. We, uh, to the people who are sitting in the room, they're able to see this. To everybody else, they're unable to see it. But shout out to Mac Bruton. My buddy Mac was able to go to the uh, FIBA World Basketball Cup in uh, China, 2019 version, I should specify. And he showed me. I didn't even know he was there. He showed me a picture that he was there. So he brought me home a little bit of a souvenir. It's a bucket hat. You know, I haven't worn a bucket hat in a long time. But I think this will – I almost wore it in here. But unfortunately, it had been folded. So it was looking more like a uh, teepee than a bucket hat. So shout-out to Mac. Shout-out to the FIBA World Cup. Not shout-out shout to out U.S. finishing place. it. So. I love Chris Mac. That guy's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's a good person. Chris Mack. <laughs> Anybody who's a coach with the last name Mac, pretty decent. He's a good person. All right, so uh, my power move is going to a young fellow named Juan Soto. You two probably have no idea who that is. Juan. Juan Soto is the left fielder for the Washington Nationals. Heard of him. And if you guys didn't notice last night, Juan Soto had a uh, walk-off game or a uh, go-ahead single in the bottom of the eighth inning that ended up leading to the Nationals' victory mm-hmm. in the wild card. Moving on to face the number one seed Dodgers uh, in the NLDS. So, we'll see how that goes, but it's pretty cool. So, you won one more game to play three It's the more. wild card. It's like the wild card in the NFL. I know. I'm saying, so you won one more game to play three yeah, more but or it's, four more? Yeah, but it's exciting because you won it in the bottom of the eighth inning. Was it three more or four more games you're going to play, though? Uh, no, we'll win at least 11 more games. Oh, man. Uh, not going to happen. Okay. World but Series. It's better than what the Phillies did, so I'll yeah. give you some credit. So my next power move is my real power move before I had the other power move. But shout out to the Mattress Mac, the owner of Gal- Gallery Furniture. Oh, dude, I saw this. This is nuts. Jim Mickenvale. 
So first of all, shout out to Jim. I, I just want to call him the Mattress Mac. We, we just said great coaches are named Mac. Great people are Macs as well, too. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. like to consider myself as a Mac. I don't know. Ronald McDonald. Yeah. Ronald McDonald is a very fine individual as well, too. Um, but he's offering to refund purchases of $3,000 or more if the Astros win the World Series. He's from Houston. He the, the business is in Houston. That's pretty cool. But he also bet $3.5 million on the Houston Astros. So you want to talk about putting your money where your mouth is? Doesn't get much better than that. Have to give him the power move. Shout out to the Mattress Mac. If you're looking for a new mattress, check out Gallery Furniture. Oh, Jimmy boy, I'll help you out. Why are you, what? That was my, like, maybe we can send this clip to him and maybe he'll sponsor us. He doesn't sponsor us, dude. We can't do that. Yet. <laughs> That's illegal. Yet. We have to get permission to say his name on here. Like that. No, I said the Mattress Mac. Oh, Jimmy boy. Shouting out a guy that doesn't even sponsor us, dude. Well, yet. But are you going to call him and try to get this? Let me ask you a question. You're telling me if he wins on his $3.5 million bet, you don't think he'd spare a little bit of coin for old Beef's Beef? I'm going to be honest with you. If he just gave us both a new mattress, I'd be good with that. <laughs> hey, I do need a new mattress. Now, I need at least queen or bigger. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm with prefer you. I'm a with king, you. but, you know, shipping on king's probably fairly expensive, and the I don't got a box The dude just dropped right $3.5 million on a World Series bet. You really think he cares about shipping? We throw in the box spring and the, what's the base thing called? The frame? Frame. It's important. <laughs> the base thing. Yeah. The base thing. Yeah. Because if he's just <laughs> sending a mattress, <laughs> if he's just sending a mattress, you know, I can't be the mattress on the floor. I need a nice little frame. I don't know if box springs are even much of a thing anymore, but I'm thinking I need them. I th- yeah, I think everyone. You use a box spring? Yeah. yeah I think everybody Good. does. Good answer. Start at the frame, end at the frame. Yeah. All right, so you is your beef pretty good, or do you even have one? No, my beef's, you know, my beef's a beef. It's mediocre. No, it's some beef. You, so you sure you don't have anything, Grant? Uh, the International Boxing Hall of Fame has decreased uh, the years you have to be inactive from five years to three years. That's mm. oh. a beef, for yeah. sure. Yeah, what's that all about? Well, maybe they know that all about. (laughs) I don't know. I'm not sure. Five was good because you could, uh, you know, most people don't come back after five years. You have random people that will go like three years, and then they're like, "Well, I can make a bunch of money. Why not fight this person?" I think Oscar De La Hoya might come back. He's in need of money. You never know. Yeah, that's a pretty good beef. That is a good beef because it's a legitimate beef, unlike your beefs. What are you talking about? I came up with it. How can you say mine aren't legitimate? Yeah, I came he, up with the segment. He's the beef daddy. He gives the beef to the children. Yeah, the beef babies. Yeah. But, but still, I, I'm just saying, sometimes, you know, your beef doesn't come from the so heart. Like my, my beef does. My beef goes to uh, one of my fantasy leagues. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, you can speak on how legitimate this is. So, I play in a fantasy league with uh, some good friends of mine, uh, Brock and Trey or two of them. Matt Mullins is in it as well. Some and, would call him that. And uh, this past week, it was looking like, all right, yeah, I'm probably going to lose. Set us up. Who were you playing? Uh, I don't know the guy. 
So tough pretty, matchup yeah. against I don't know the guy. He's yeah, a good competitor. I know that's uh, very exciting <laughs> for you guys listening at home. It's, oh, cool! It's a guy we don't know. Well, I'm guess glad what? I asked you. Guess to set what? It up. I don't know him either. I met him at the draft, and I don't remember which one it was. Oh, sorry to that guy. He's probably I mean, he not probably doesn't remember. Actually, no, he probably does remember me because my name's pretty. Everyone, I'll, here's one thing that I'll give credit to before I go into my beef. Yeah, please do. I have pretty good friends, man. Whenever yeah, I'd I'm, say so. whenever I'm, not, I don't consider you one of those. No, so, I didn't say me. I was just saying your group of friends is a good group of friends. That's not where you were going with that. Oh, okay. But okay. I can name like six of them that I like. I think the real question would be name some you don't like. Your dog, dude. Charlie ain't my friend, bro. I might be ending this episode now. Oh, sorry. Listen, that's the beef, the yeah. ultimate beef. Sorry, Charlie. A dog diss. You don't diss the dog. No, you can't take emotions into this. I'm just saying, Charlie's not my friend, bro. You've never met him. I've met him many times from far away. I've taken Tinkles while he was taking Tinkles. We're Tinkle brothers. When did this happen? We didn't cross swords. It was just you were allowing him to urinate while I was needing to evacuate. All right, so uh, one thing that I will give credit to my friends about, because I'm one of those people where I'm not going to try to shove something that I do down your throat. Mm. So I don't... I'll wear my T-shirt out or I'll wear my hat out. But, like, if someone's just talking to me, I'm not going to say, hey, man, I have a podcast. You should listen to it. Because to me, that feels like I'm not going to want to listen to that at all. Yeah, very salesman Yeah, and I don't want to be like that. But one thing I'll say is when I'm out with people, I feel like a lot of my friends sell it for me and I don't say anything. Yes. So that was why I said I feel like he probably would remember me because people kept bringing it up at the draft. So... That's the only reason I feel like he would probably remember me. Yeah. Is he a big Beef Speed fan now? Uh, I actually got a couple follows from that draft, so I thought that was pretty cool. That's very cool. But um, Take them when you can get them. Exactly. Anytime you can get followers, I always appreciate it. Uh, so, you know, I'm playing this week. Brady does not have the best week. Uh, the defense does again against the Bills. I think he was worried about things being thrown on the field. Yeah, that did happen last year. I think so. There was a there was a side bed on there. Woman woman's toy. There's an on the LED field. toy that had batteries in it. Yeah. What do they play with? What do what do girls play with? I got a little daughter. I need to. No, no. Not no. that type of LED toy. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So we um, need to clear there clear there very quickly there. Yeah, we got BJ normally talking about being back on the cream, and we get you yeah. trying to get. Never mind. With so, little doll babies. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I still am on the cream. Just yeah. a friendly update for everybody too. Oof. No, yeah. I mean, listen. My cream ritual is five scoops a night. Is that it? Oh, dude, you haven't seen my scoops. I don't have. Listen, you got to remember. I Let me. Here's the real way to to figure out how many bowls do you get out of one carton. That's the real question. I'm not gonna say that on air. I'll say mine if you say yours, because I'm pretty embarrassed about how many I get out of one carton as well. Two. Yours is two. No, mine's three. Oh, okay. I was hoping for... Yeah, I'd say mine's probably... Mine's five scoops, and you have to even off everything, because whatever the surface is in the freezer kind of has that not great taste. Like, it's still a good taste. You can clearly tell when your scoop when you get to the part that has the top. Well, I've also told you about my weird thing that I do with my ice cream as well, right? Cherry cordial. Well, no, that's my favorite flavor. That's not weird. But I microwave my ice cream every time. You? Every time, because I like it melted. We've had this conversation before. 
So it's not just scoop it. No, no, no. Wait. So you don't like? I don't like ice cream. I don't micro. No, I don't. Yours is an ice cream. No, no, no. I don't microwave the carton. I don't microwave the carton. You I, scoop once I put it, first, it in a bowl. You make yeah, it one, tough to eat, or you make it tough to scoop because no, it's frozen. No, because I eat the carton so quick and that week it never really gets that hard. It's amazing. You Man, microwave. we've had this conversation before on here, and you didn't react like this the first time. There's no way. Promise you. If you told me that you microwaved your podcast, I'll, always I've always done not it. your podcast. I was confused there. I'm, I've always done it. Had a lack of sleep lately. I'm telling you, next time, try it. No, there's zero that, I would just get a milkshake. I, I don't even like ice cream. I always get milkshakes. That's Ooh. essentially what it is. That's what I'm saying. Why don't you just get a milkshake? No, 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 but wait. Because I'm not, not making a milkshake at my house. Why are you microwaving it? Why don't you just scoop it and let it sit for like 15 minutes? And then it gets Why would the you perfect... do that when you can, no, when you can make it a lot faster? No, because that's what I do. And that's the right way to do it. Because then it's the so perfect... Essentially, you do the same thing no, that no. I do. You just take 30 minutes to do Oven's it. Oven's always no. better. You don't use the microwave. You bake your ice cream. Deep fried. No, for real. You can't scoop it and then go right in to eat it because it's a little too... Tough. Icy. Yeah. But you also can't microwave it and then eat your creme de la cherry cordial soup. Well, see, it doesn't get to soup until you get to the last couple bites. So what are you pushing on your microwave? How long are you putting it in there? That's a long time. That's... How is your how many so you said three, so you're probably a seven scooper. What's the consistency now? Uh it's like a milkshake. Mushy. Really? Yeah, it's like a milkshake. I promise you, dude, one day I'll take a I'll take a video of this and show you all after I do it. Straw and you're or gonna spoon. be like, oh wow, like that's actually not a weird texture. Yeah, straw or spoon. I use a spoon. Spoon or soup spoon. <laughs> Whatever's a, whatever is clean, bro. Right. Whatever is clean. Good answer. Whatever is clean. All right, so back to my story. What well, what I'm beefing with. Well that's my beef. That's fine. Okay. So, we're getting towards the end of the game. And I check out my score. Is this Monday night? Or? And I'm like, man, it's getting pretty close. Yeah. And then I go to sleep and wake up uh, Monday morning. Neither one of us had a Monday night football game. I didn't watch the Sunday night, full Sunday night game. I pull it up, and I was like, what the heck? Neither one of us have any pl- – are you kidding me? We tied. So my beef is not having decimal places in your fantasy scoring. This is a huge beef of mine. The fact that we tied. Like, I don't care if he if his running back had one yard and he beat me 87.1 to 87. I'd be like, well, I should have started someone different at quarterback. Then it would be on me. But the fact that we both tied, I almost threw my phone across the room. No, I'm going to give you a chance because I want to err on your side here, and I don't do that on a very frequent occasion. Over 100 points or under? Under. No, 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 let me tell you this. The average score in this league is like 95 to 110. Yesterday probably, or this last week. And we we tied at 87. But this last weekend probably was low, yeah, because everybody was low anyways. Chubb had a monster day. Yeah. I mean, you but know. That, there really wasn't that many players that had monster days. So, like, Cooper Cup didn't have a bad day. Hooper yeah. didn't have a bad day. Mahomes didn't do nothing. Yeah. So that's that's my beef. Not having decimal places in your fantasy league. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. You probably should have gone last. But I told you, dude. 
I told you I tried to give my you, beef no, first. You, and you strictly, beefed it up. You strictly said that I don't have good beefs. You know what I'm gonna do first? Yeah, you usually don't. That one wasn't a bad one because I don't like Thai either. I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna eat tacos on Wednesday because of that beef. And you're gonna test positive for P- chlamydia. That's right. I'm hoping so. I'm Did really you say chlamydia? Yeah, chlamydia. <laughs> that's Cl- what it is. Hey, my beef Cl- two weeks Clem- ago Clem- was good. I'm going Clem- back Clem- and looking at these. Clem- Cash Clem- Daniel twisting ankles. Clembuterol, whatever yeah. it is. Bobby Petrino on the week before I that I mispronounced one? it. Okay, Bobby. So Lip-a-bound mine is dude. something similar, but something yet so far away. Mine is something that you could eat ice cream and do, but you could also eat boogers and do. Use a spoon. No, those two actually have nothing to do with my beef whatsoever. It just sounded like a cool lead, and I just wanted to take you down this path and then drop you off. Mine is people who cough in public. Now, I want to tell you, and this is a controversial opinion, coughing is voluntary. Coughing is not mandatory. Coughing is not a reaction. Now, sometimes you cough because you choke on something, but the old, I'm sorry, I'm going to give you an example. (sighs) That's the best I can cough because physically I don't know how to cough because it's inappropriate to do in public. So So you're saying coughing in ever? No, in public. So even if a person covers their face completely, you still disagree with it. Highly inappropriate. How? Because so all right, you gave me one. You give me one or two choices: fart or cough. Which one are you saying is more appropriate? I'm punching you. No, that you got to answer oh, the question. Sorry. sorry. Which one's more Farting appropriate? Farting or coughing? Coughing lets out a lot more germs. Now the methanol. But if it's excretion from a fart. You're going real political with this answer. Which one's worse? Yeah, coughing. Clearly, That's it's my beef. nuts. Now, there, I will say there's certain examples. My good friend Greg, Greg lets out the foulest gas I've ever smelled in my life, and I think he's got something seriously wrong. So this isn't being disrespectful. I'm worried about his health <laughs> and well-being. But his, I would appreciate if he coughed. Okay? For everybody else in the world, unless I've came across you and you have that type of flatulence, please don't cough near me. Okay, it's greatly appreciated. So if I coughed, like put my shirt over my face, you still think that's that's disrespectful? You know, those germs have legs, and those germs are gonna be in the inside of your shirt. And I wore an under, undershirt, bro. And then they're gonna climb out to the outside of your shirt, and they're gonna climb up onto this table, and then they're gonna climb across, and they're gonna infect you. You realize there's way worse things. Like there's people that don't wash their hands when they go to the bathroom. Have you seen Osmosis Jones? Yeah, with Chris Rock. Well, I didn't see him in there. Well, Chris but. Rock was in that movie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, his voice was. So he was in it. Well, I didn't see him. I was yeah. what I said. Oh, dude, I had a good one the other day. You ever seen Down to Earth? Uh, I don't know. You ever, you ever seen Down to Earth where Not he that I know. where he dies and comes back as the old man that is really rich? Oh, recent or old? Ah, uh, no, it was early. It was around the same time as uh, Osmosis Jones, maybe a little earlier. Well, I don't recall exactly what year. It was like two thousands, early two okay. thousands. Okay. Well, I had a I had a, a guy that I saw the other day. His name was Mr. Wellington. And that was <laughs> the guy that he came back as in Down to Earth. Sounds so. like your doctor, Mr. Wellington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's pretty. It's, so that's your beef on huh? people that cough in public. It's my beef. And you I don't want to catch nobody coughing in public. Anymore. And that's the one that you literally just said that my beefs are terrible, and yours is someone that's doing a bodily function in public. I want you to read my beef. It's four words, and it's more meaningful than what you've ever said in your beef. Would it, read it. Let's see. Coughing loudly in public. 
that's not that's not what you said. You just said people that cough in public. If someone coughs loudly in public and they just keep doing it and they don't walk away, that's annoying. I will agree with you on that. Because you oh. could you could walk out of the room. You don't have to sit here and just keep doing that. So I gave you the soft sell and you're on board, but I give you the hard sell and you're fully against it. No, because there's sometimes if if I'm sitting somewhere and I just give the old, you know one cough one hitter quitter. Yeah. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm gonna say? Clearing I, my throat. I appreciate your opinion, but I hear enough from you, Grant. What's your opinion on this? Uh, I think coughing's okay. It's a, you know it happens. Oh, that's so would you say that? Would you say that? What <laughs> highly I, disappointed. Would you say that what I said is right? Like if someone just continuously keeps yeah, coughing, yeah. you should that. walk out of the room. Yeah, they're probably. called Go hackers. get a cup of water. And hackers. Get some. Yeah. yeah. Get you a drink of water or go home. Yeah. Get you an alcohol. Sometimes you get that tickle in your throat. You can't help it. Yeah. But this just walk out of the room until you clear it. And come back, you're good. Puncture a hole in your esophagus. Allow that Sheesh. to come out, and do not cough. That's what I. Or say. just get you a box of those Ludens, not because they're going to help, but just because they're good. Uh, Ludens you know, are good? Luden. Yeah, those cherry the cough drops. Yeah, the cherry cough drops. The air quotes there. Those definitely. Candy. They do nothing for you. <laughs> it's literally like eating cherry candy. Cough drops never have really helped me from coughing. Oh, you gotta or... get the Halls ones, bro. With the eucalyptus in it. You know what's weird? Eucalyptus. Yeah. When I eat mint, or I don't eat it because I chew it, or or gum, or Tic Tacs, (laughs) or cough drops, I sneeze. Sneezing in public is more disgusting than coughing. Yeah, but you can't control sneezing. Coughing is voluntary. It's not all coughing is voluntary. Research it. It's not. Listen, factual evidence. There's no factual evidence this, in anything you just said. Well, this isn't in my intro, so I can't, I can't say neither here nor there whether it's factual evidence. I'm led to believe coughing is voluntary based on my fundamental research of coughing and life experiences. And if I can't get you to buy into with that, with, that, with what I just said, I, I don't know what else to do. I, I don't either. Okay. Well, I guess that brings us to the end, man. Unfortunately, it does. It's a sad time here. Yeah, and it's always fun to have Grant on here. We should just stop and just record like another 10-minute episode just so you can tie D, just so he can get upset about it. Power moves. Speaking on power moves. Uh, Coming to you in 10 minutes, episode 110. I don't have my intro ready. I'm sorry. It's all good. But Grant, we appreciate you coming on, man. It's always a blast. Yeah, I love being here. It's good. He sent me a video of his his daughter, too, by the way. She's getting so big. Yeah, she's cute. Yeah, sweet little baby. He actually told me you were coming on here three da- three times. That's how I'm sorry. He I'm was. trying to get this dude prepared, and he can only have his phone for five minutes out of the day. Yeah, I, <laughs> I forget what I said. He, I'm like, well, see, I thought that I said I'm pretty sure Grant is coming on because you didn't mm. tell me for sure until what yesterday or day before that you were for sure coming on. Uh, yeah, yesterday I think. Yeah, so I thought I had only told you that he was most likely coming on, and I knew that you would already be prepared for what he's going to talk about anyway. So I knew you would watch the fight. Oh, I'm prepared. Yeah. Not as prepared as Grant. Grant brings the knowledge. I bring the color commentary. And sometimes I say a 140-pound fighter is relevant to a 160-pound fighter. <laughs> no big deal. Yeah. What, so, wait, you did have a question with Taylor. Before we get off, what, do you remember what the question was? Because you were asking him a question about that. Uh, that was a dumb question. Sean Porter lost to Kel Brook. That's how he lost his IBF belt. And lost to Spence. And, oh, he lost to Keith Thurman. Mm. There you I go. I couldn't remember... Okay, so I missed Brooke. Yeah. So there's your answer. And those were all really close fights. Which is a great answer, but unfortunately my question wasn't relevant to the conversation. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. But I did want to know that, so now I appreciate the information. Sure. 
So, uh, I don't know if you guys saw, but we're, this is a record October. They're already predicting we're going to have the most 90-degree days in the, the month oh, of October. Oh, perfect. I can't wait. But so they I, did say it's supposed to be in the 70s next week, though. You know this, and I think some of our listeners will know this. But I'm going to go ahead and give my lock, second lock of the week. By the time Harvest Homecoming comes around, it will be cold and rainy for Harvest Homecoming. It always is, man, and it, bums me, it bums me out. Because I love Harvest Homecoming, but it's like I'm not walking in the rain. We're going to the zoo for Ooh. Halloween. Super uh, Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I, I hear always good wanted things to, about it. Yeah. I went when I we was used to go. Yeah, we used to go all the time as a kid. Last time I went, I tried to dress up the lion. It didn't go so well, but... Oh, dude, did you all see? That should have been my beef. Did you all see that woman at the Brooklyn Zoo? No. Where the Brooklyn Hopped in the lion cage or whatever, the lion exhibit, and was dancing in front of it. And nothing happened. Wow. But, like, this this lion's just, like, chilling, just like a dog, just, like, looking at her, like, I could rip your face off. (laughs) That's what it looks like he was saying, and this girl was just like, hey. He didn't even throw any dogs. He didn't do anything. Didn't do anything. I think the woman got arrested. She should. Which she should. Because you know what happens. That that line even, like, goes towards her, it's getting shot. Yeah. And it's not that line's fault at all, because it shouldn't be in captivation. Or it shouldn't be in captivity anyway. And it's an arbitrist. You think he does surgery on trees? Arborist, arborist, yeah. not an arbitrist, but yeah. a, a wrist. But Grant, we think we appreciate you coming on here, man. Glad to be it's here. It's always a good Hopefully time. I do it again soon. Yeah, we'll have to talk before the uh, Wilder fight. Yeah, that's one. I'd be that'd be a goal. Let's get you on here before the Wilder and fight. And I'll have you over again sometime for a fight. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We'll have to watch another. I was that was fun. I loved it. Yeah, it was a great time. He did speak highly of it. I can't yeah. attest to that. I had to spend. A few fights upstairs with the baby, yeah. trying to get her to fall asleep. But it was good. Once you got her asleep, though, you brought her back down and put her in a swing, and she just let it go. Yeah. And we were just sitting there watching <laughs> boxing. It was great. I like it. But family man, that's right for sure, for sure. So, guys, keep liking, keep sharing, try to stay cool. I guess for the next week and a half. Um, but other than that, you can know. we go out with a little beatboxing? I mean. You don't have to give us your best hits, but you know maybe drop a little bit of. Yeah, it's what I do for my to. my daughter when she she's yelling and stuff. It kind of cools her down a little no bit. No way, really. Yeah, absolutely. Your daughter's <laughs> probably going to be a pretty cool chick. I mean, look who her dad is. Of course she is. For multiple reasons, but you if, end up like a scumbag. If a, <laughs> <laughs> if a beatbox calms her down, I just yeah, I just think it's funny because I, I got to say this, but the story. Um, the first time BJ ever met you was for my birthday this past year. Yeah. And you Ate you some and, Indies wings. Yeah, you yes. and Jack oh, were, we doing, <laughs> were doing uh, R. Thing. Kelly. Yeah, you were singing the R. Hug. Kelly around that table. Yeah. Oh. And he was just like That's the at first he was I've like he, at first life. he was like, What is going on? And he was like, But that was so good. That was so funny. <laughs> we talked about that for a while after and he was like, That was so funny to me. Yeah, yeah that's like, just our that's Grant and Jack. Yeah. Like, Jack, we went, I went over to Smitty's to watch the UK South Carolina game. Yeah. And Jack came over there before he went to go hang out with him. And Jack is one of those people, we talked about this yesterday. <laughs> Jack is one of those people that if you didn't know him, he would make you so mad. Why? You, and I'm going to explain why. I was going to say, I didn't know him. So, if you're watching North Carolina play, okay. And he's sitting with you, mm-hmm. and North Carolina's playing the biggest, it could be the national title game. 
your guy just airballs the three check. Be like, oh! <laughs> and won't quit either. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I quit inviting him over. I'm like, hey, let's hang. Come over and watch a basketball game. He's the type of guy to wear a Louisville shirt and do the same thing in Louisville. Yeah. yeah. It just, I can't have him over anymore. It makes me, I'm just like, come on, man. Just it's watch the game. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, Kentucky's getting killed. Smitty laid down strict ground rules for me. I couldn't wear anything Louisville, and yeah. I couldn't talk crap. That was my ground rules. Yeah. I'm like, all right. Little that's did weird. he know that you picked them against them. In the, no, uh, I picked Kentucky to win for them. Yeah, yeah. he so he knew that I picked them to win because he listened to the radio yeah. that day. So he knew that I picked them to win. And I was like, why would I? I was like, I've never talked crap to you when your team was playing. I was like, I don't understand why wearing anything Louisville makes a difference for this. But if that's what you want me to do, that's fine. Yeah. So Jack's sitting there. He's doing work for like the first quarter. On his computer, and then like the game is going really bad. And Jack, like I think Kentucky fumbled it out of bounds. Jack's like, whoa! <laughs> and I'm just like, look, man, you're the one who invited them over. But the thing is, is like they've been around it so long, like they now think it's funny. Yeah. So like they don't get mad at him, which is probably good if you're. Yeah. Losing, he even like, went to U of L. He got his degree from U of L. He couldn't. He didn't care. Yeah. I can't watch a game with him with Louisville. I I get too upset about it. And, like, every once in a while, Smitty would get upset. And then Jack would be like, come on. That's just his, that's his go-to, come on. And I also saw a meme today that was Jack. Like, I, I don't know if you know this, but I'm going to tell you this story as well. So, you guys both know what a Keurig machine is, correct? True. Do you guys know what sauce cup fits perfectly in a Keurig machine? K-cup. Other than a K-cup. A garlic sauce cup from Papa John's. <laughs> no so, Jack, way. I saw a meme today, and it it's. I'll read you the exact quote from the meme. It says, I'm an adult and nobody can stop me. And it has a garlic cup in the curry. Jack amazing. did this to somebody. Weedmeyer. Did he really? Yeah. He did, Jer- was it Jerry's? It was when they yeah, yeah. It. So he didn't realize that, like, once you push it down, that's when it punctures the cup. Yeah. He thought you had to push the button. So he, Jack Squirts being Jack, it. he's just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, act like he's going to do it. And then he just, like, barely pushed it down and it punctured it. They said it had to run hot water through it, like, 20 or 30 times just to get the taste of garlic out of it. Oh, yeah. And all it did was just puncture it. It didn't even send it through. So <laughs> You cleaned those things with vinegar, right? So good, dude. Like, they, he said they tried everything. And it took, like, 30 times for them to clean it to get it out of That's there. That's hilarious. <laughs> but, like, thinking of Jack, he's just like, oh, oh. That's <laughs> Jack. That's just the way Jack has always been. Yeah. Always, since I can remember, he's always been like that. Like you see pictures of him in the yearbook, and he's got both of his legs behind his head. Yeah. <laughs> That's the picture. Playing mandolin or yeah. something. Yeah. It's just the way he's always been. Yeah. Shout so. out to Jack. Yeah. I, oh, I got to shout out to uh, Lindsay and Addie. They got mad I didn't shout them out on the last episode. Uh-oh. Nice. Yeah. Shout them out anytime you want, man. It's always it's always a good time to shout out family. Yes. I can't shout out to all my family because I have so many brothers. But Too much. Yeah. We'd be here for a while. Yeah. But, guys, keep liking, keep sharing. Hopefully we'll keep getting popular because apparently we had a lot of people that knew about us already that I didn't know knew about us what from the mean? radio. Oh. I didn't realize oh. that many people knew about us. That's pretty sweet. I mean, I'm, my phone's blowing up on Snapchat, text messages and stuff. I'm like, this is 
It's pretty cool. You Facebook. almost got a girlfriend now, don't you? Uh, let's not go that far. Okay. Not, yeah. Oh, no, wrong podcast to talk? Okay, my bad. No, I'm just saying. I just I don't want to put out fake facts like you do about coughing is volunt- voluntary or whatever you said it was. Check it. It's. I'm not checking anything. Fake fact. That's you should have said with it. <laughs> go, everybody go to missingmoney.gov, by the way. Hey. What? Let me ask you. Yes. Scale of 1 to 10, how impressed were you that I knew that little old thing went on the first first one? I mean, it was more than what I was hoping for. Hey, did you see how mad he got when I got it? <laughs> I, I still, he was like, you don't got it. And I wrote down, he goes, oh, he does have it. I still it think like, it yes. was a number. Huh? Who else was number nine? Jordan in the Olympics? No, honestly, it you gave it you gave it to me when you said the England thing. So I should have said he was uh, born in South Sudan first. It would have thrown me off. Dang it. Probably would have thrown me off. Yeah, I'm, I intentionally I'm, put that as last. I'm giving you the I'm giving you the tools to beat me, and you're still not doing it. Okay, just wait till next week, my friend. <laughs> Who's the one that I missed? Because you said I was 17, Aikman, didn't you? No, I got Aikman. Well, I didn't say you missed it. You said you. No, missed you it. said that I had got 17 of 18. Is what you said. I don't think I said that. Well, I guess I'm perfect then. Your words, not mine. <laughs> not in lock of the week. Yeah, you're right on that one. Okay. But guys, That's keep right. liking, keep sharing. We gotta get Grant back home. He's got a kid, so we can't keep him. Bedtime. We can't keep him here all night. Yeah. I need some tacos. Yeah, I need some food too. I'm pretty hungry, and I gotta oh, stop. You got a couple minutes before rapid fire closes. Oh, yeah, I won't make it. Oh. I won't make it. Have you had rapid fire? I haven't. Try it. It's good. Solid. I Shout out to New it. Way Burritos. Have you had New Way Burritos? No, I want to try it though. I I like. Uh, I do like burritos. Bandito. Just, Have you had Bandito? I haven't. See, I've tried Bandito and want to try New Wave, but I haven't tried it. Just have like a new special every week, and it's so it's so great. And Make a fried the, green tomato over special. Over here. Bandi- uh, new Wave is on Preston. Yeah. They have a fried green tomato burrito? Yeah. Everything. Uh, this most recent one was a I mean, chicken pre- bacon and ranch with waffle fries. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, my These answer. are not your average burritos, no, my friend. No, they're so good. Whoa. They, uh, they also have one that has uh, meatloaf dinner in it. Okay. Where, uh, what a new you wave? Say? Yeah, Where yeah. It's it like meatloaf and mashed potatoes in it, I think. It's where new, is this? So, all right. Do you know where the train bridge is? On Don't like try low? to do this. Just tell me where it is. Uh, it's on Preston Highway. Is what I said. Oh, okay. Do you know I'm, where Thornton's is on Preston Highway over by the fairgrounds? Like, yeah. oh yeah, Thornton's. I, know I think there's Frank's Deli right there. Frank's is nice too. Yeah. Frank's is nice. By Burger King. By McDonald's. Do you know where Taco Bell is by the fairgrounds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the fairgrounds. You know the fairgrounds. Yeah. And you know where Preston Highway is? Yeah, the highway that says Preston on it. That's right. So you don't have any idea where I'm talking <laughs> okay, about. Okay, you don't have to describe it. Uh, there was a chance I was going to hope I knew. What's the name of New Wave? New Wave Burritos. Okay, yeah. Google search. Also, Bandito's is good, too. Okay. Bandito has a... No, you didn't sell me on Bandito's. I'm going for the one that has a meatloaf dinner well, and you did, chicken You didn't and let me fries. explain to you the burrito that oh, I've got. Oh, they had from chicken Alfredo with Texas toast in it, too. That oh. was going to be my That's a burrito, idea. for real? It, that they, was going to be That was idea. one of their specials, so they rotate them in and oh, out. So yeah. Fried green tomatoes, that's like for real. That's that the only awesome. one that I've heard that I'm... Yeah. Time out. Yeah. Does the fried like tomatoes, green tomatoes have bacon in it? I think it did, actually. Okay, I'm done. I'm in it. That's all you need. Easiest to say. way for you to get there is to go 65 and get off on Grade Lane and take a left. Yeah, that would be your easiest way. I'll be, I'll be there in a gym. and you'll, it'll be on your right about yeah. what? A it's mile an itty bitty place, but the building's like hot pink. Yeah, so that's you can't a long miss walk it. for me. So, but Bandito, my favorite is the California Burrito. It has. Oh, it sounds so good. Yeah, I guess I'll talk now. It's got steak. <laughs> 
queso. Oh. French fries. Avocado. French fries in it. Ooh. It's nice. The only thing that I don't like about Benito is their queso is, you know, I'm not a spice guy. Just can't do oh. it. It's got, like, legit jalapenos in it. Yeah. So it's super spicy. So, jalapenos uh, aren't even spicy. They are to me, dude. I don't okay. like spicy stuff. Okay. I, don't, I don't dig very, it. Very yeah, I can take uh, pickled jalapenos. Huh? Kind of yeah. takes down the, the spice a little bit. Yeah. And these are, like, legit jalapenos. My little niece eats jalapenos just like they're nothing. Your little niece has she's tougher taste buds than me. Say it. She's a G. She's a G? Yeah, mm-hmm. true. Can't hate on it. Right. Can't hate eight, baby. Can't hate eight. But um, keep liking, keep sharing. Are you getting? A, you got anything else you want to talk about before we end this? No, I want to hear the beatbox. You keep rambling. I just want to hear the beatbox, man. <laughs> well, we, you can do it when we're going out, but uh, I'll, we always end the episode the same way. You know, keep liking, keep sharing. Beef out.